0: Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Brighton Rock podcast, the podcast about the beautiful club within the beautiful game. It's our second one in a row with the Gladstone. It's the same night, coincidentally. Who would have known? And this one is our transfer special. We are sitting here on Wednesday evening talking about all that's gone before, all that's gone on today, and all that might go on in the next 24 hours or so. I will update this, or possibly we will update this, Peter, won't be, on around about Thursday, Friday time, if and when any spectacular new signings have befallen the club. Uh, <laughs> If any at
1: all. Really um, bigger,
0: uh, so, uh, h- how are you feeling? As I've got
1: two, two comments on that. I'm worried that any of these transfers befall be on the L wheel. I mean, that sounds like a quite ominous <laughs> rather than actually being a good thing. And uh, <laughs> all the good things happen, all the stuff that happened today won't take very long so far. Yes. There's been a lot of rumour, a There's lot of a spoof random. about
0: a signing some A, a lot of suggestions. seem seems to
1: be a joke online. A lot of suggestions of, uh, hmm. you know, we might get a Chilean because our Argentinian youngster was like, it's, it's, the club's changed their mind. And yes. nothing's actually happened. So hmm. it looks like we're going down to the, to the end again, for the last day. And do we sign Billy Gilmore? Gour- do we sign a striker? Do we sign you or me? You know, is if it if the chance, you know, for us?
0: If they're looking for numbers, yeah. they wanting to pay. We, we
1: can have a number. Premier League crisis. <laughs> I'm willing to go for it. Just before before we go, you further I'm, off, I'm, running, I'm actually available on Friday as well. So once the windows closed <laughs> I haven't got a club currently. That's
0: right. So you're available I, on. My three.
1: agent told me she looks at nothing less than fifty grand a week. So no,
0: is, is that me? I'm the agent. Aren't I?
1: Yeah. yeah, you're yeah. getting like fifty percent of my. Money. <laughs> versa, versa, I mean, well, to be fair, you can be fifty grand a week. I'd, give, I'd give you fifty that <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Could represent each other, couldn't we, Peter? Yeah. I think it'd be a good a good deal.
0: Hmm. Well I moved on to the ten percent beers, so and this is gonna go
1: well, isn't it? Um it's, it's probably not the ideal diet to have before a Premier League move. I would still i I'm spot. hoping Billy Gilmore's not drinking that tonight and special face attention be to us tomorrow. <laughs> well
0: we have been linked with him and we Billy Gilmore. Yeah. And they feel that could be interesting actually I think if we did go for him. Uh he's one of those guys whose career stalled he's kind of well known so it's not the type we'd normally go for but i think the fact is career stalled, he's gone under the radar off the radar yeah. a little bit um he was on loan at norwich and they did not really play him and it just didn't work out at all for them and they, they were struggling anyway Maybe... I think Graham, struggling's
1: an understatement. A little bit, yeah.
0: Graham Potter and him, that could be the match made in heaven.
1: It could be. I think it could be really good. And I, yeah, he obviously has a, a lot... You know, he's obviously really high regard at Chelsea. Teachers come in, he's not necessarily feels the same for whatever reason. Yeah. There was some comment last night, allegedly, that he said there were no other options when they were losing Hampton when he was on a... was on a bench, so... Chelsea's mm, yeah. not that in, in his thoughts, so... I think it could be... It's an interesting move ahead as well, given there's a fair chance at some point over the next year or two meanwhile we'll lose Casado yeah. the idea of Gilmore being around the team till then and maybe coming through Kozlowski as well as they've been on, on loan this season so there's you know, there, there's the future proofing already hopefully in place because I mean it's not even I wouldn't even rule out if he carries on this form and then does one in the World Cup especially against England if they get through and play England in the second round that Casado could be got in January I mean he, he's that good the yeah. issue at the moment is that no one's going to pay the money that we want yeah. it after 12 games Premier League or 13 in Premier League. But if he carries on for half a season or a, a whole season and has a good World Cup, then... Then they might pay the money, yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I, I, I maintain there's absolutely no chance. He's worth chance. the money. There's no chance of going. No, he's really, no like, chance of to going no tomorrow, chance. no. no. Yeah. But um, who hope we get in? Billy Gilmore's an interesting one. I actually like
1: the idea of that. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it'll be that big a fee. I think it'll be like, you know, 10 million in shorts then, which...
0: Yeah, which sounds ridiculous maybe. to
1: say. Yeah, it's not having a fee, but compared as long as to
0: there's we... no buyback.
1: Bullshit. Oh I don't think there will be. so yeah. really I'd rather pray. pay a bit more and yeah. not have that.
0: Yeah. And they probably would cut their losses to some degree, wouldn't they, Chelsea, at this stage? I mean? well,
1: they, he seems to have quite a way off their midfield at the moment. And they've yeah, as you 2% have
0: we haven't got any other
1: options. Yeah.
0: He's fully fit and ready to go, and he's not yeah. been considered He was on the out. bench, and they didn't
1: even suggest him as an option to come on. Yeah, that's, like, so, that's pretty harsh, is yeah. to be honest? It's hardly going to improve his morale. So yeah. if we can get him, I'd be quite, and a striker, I'd be very happy tomorrow, generally. Yeah,
0: yeah. striker, definitely. Ben to diaz or other, I'd be happy with,
1: um, with somebody who... Barrow, a team from Bologna, seems to be the... Uh... Yeah,
0: what's, what's the deal with him? Barrow doesn't sound very Italian, so I'm assuming he's not an Italian player.
1: He's Gambian, I think, Gambian, somewhere yeah, I read Gambian. Yeah, I thought
0: so. I thought he might be. Because he's got more of an exotic first name, so yeah. <laughs> okay, well, he, he could be interesting. Yeah, I it would know. be better
1: if he was called Bob Barrow, that
0: would be quite good. <laughs> or Will Barrow, it would be quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> Will Barrow. Yeah, that, that would be interesting. Um, who knows? I don't know anything about him. Buenanote, apparently, this they, 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 they seems to have gone. Is dead in the water. South Americans screwing around with prices. We're here in my view.
1: Yeah, the, the one issue from their point of view is that he, they're suggesting they're offering a new deal, but it's that from the quote I read from his agent was that he's very unhappy and yeah. So
0: could he engineer uh, a move? Yeah,
1: so, well, exactly. I wonder if we offer him a longer. They offer, we offer him back on loan longer, offer mm. a year and a bit on loan there or. Mm. A little bit more money, or a bigger, a slightly bigger sell on. Who knows? But yeah, at the moment it seems anymore. But it's not a deal that dies on Friday as well, because he was never going to come to us yeah. this window anyway. So we can, mm. we can still be in discussion with them if he refuses to sign.
0: Seventeen-year-old prospect, isn't he? So, we're, we're, so
1: it's, it's one that will stay open even without the window being open, because we were never looking to have him come over here at this point. So.
0: This window, we've had the curiosity of the Colwell deal, where we've brought in Ohlone, which is not our usual policy yeah. nowadays, developing other people's players, unless there's some deal behind the scenes. It seems as if it facilitated or helped oil the wheels for the, uh, for the move for Kukureya. Um, we're not paying a loan fee for him, apparently. Other clubs, and there were a number of them in for him, would have had to pay the loan fee and the wages. And I think we've got a good deal as it stands, but ultimately we are still developing yeah. another club's player, unless there's some um, meat on the bone there in terms of getting a, a deal over the line. I don't know if there's any agreements in place, but we haven't seen much of him, so it's a bit hard to say, but would you be satisfied if, for example, we um, step things up and try to buy him, either in this window or later on down the line?
1: I, mean, I don't think it'll be this window, otherwise there'll be no point in, no logic to him doing that. But, I mean, Fisher yeah. doesn't seem that keen on playing... Certain yeah, players who are young players, and that's something sort of he, well, you very he much like, like, that like of Mourinho. Yeah, other yeah. Players, yeah. He's,
0: well,
1: he's over players, but um, no, I mean, sorry,
0: um, Potter, sorry, hmm. We'll talk about
1: uh, about Tuchel, yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, Tuchel doesn't seem that keen on bringing through young players, he seems very much keen on you know, bringing playing players like Thiago Silva, who is obviously about 103 or something, isn't he? Or something like that. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it I thought. Cole did it well when he came on that weekend. I thought he had to leave. He did a good, he decent, and given the reputation that he came from Huddersfield on, and he, he looked good. Mm. I would have said been very happy if we signed with Huddersfield the player who was at yeah
0: level.
1: And, as I just
0: several people were in for him alone.
1: Yeah, he looked good for us. Well, I hope it's almost well. in a way that they come. He, that you know he likes it here and wants to stay, and mm. Chelsea aren't going to give him a future. So he only wants to come to us. That's our yeah. our hope. I think we could do it. Refreshing our defence. I mean. I mean Van Heck is one I really would like to see us like keep on because at the moment we've got you know Duncan Beltman are both you know in their thirties already. You know Webster I think was yeah should be the defender who stays for a while is like the one who like leads the team becomes captain I think once Duncan maybe isn't so much yeah yeah so regular but I think yeah Duncan and Beltman are eventually going to like you know maybe a couple of years time but Mm. we need someone between like the really young players like Turns and who like that who who are going to like kind of you know bridge the gap and yeah. Whether yeah. it's signing someone or whether it's bringing, yeah, keeping Colbert, uh, Colwell not Colbert, mm. he's different, um, <laughs> or or bringing through Van Hecker or whatever, that mm. you need something in the middle. And,
0: and are, are you subscribing to the notion that we need another defender anyway? On top of that, um, either a full back or centre back or a flexible player that could play in more than
1: one role. It, I'm, I'm on the on the wall. I was definitely struck for that once it looked like Van Heck was going on loan. Mm. No question. At the moment. They seem to get you by with March and Lamptey between them, mainly March and then Lamptey coming on, a mm. uh, right wing-back and they've got a super long left-back wing-back and they've got the options of Trossard's been there yeah. and they've got the option, of, yeah, March can move yeah. on to the left mm-hmm. as well so if Colwell and Van Heffer are options, I think they can probably just about get away with it, I'd probably yeah. rather they have one more actual option but mm. yeah, I think March has probably got himself to the point where he can't be picked outside of wing-back though his, distrib- his final third contribution in terms of goals, especially, is yeah. not enough to be picked in the front front three or four, which is what he used to be. in.
0: It's been too so poor for too long, hasn't it? Yeah, now? I think it's got. To you can get away with it you know, at you know, wing back. He's only, you know, he's got Graham Potter coaching him for a period of time now. It's not as if there's any more to come yeah. from him. I think we've got to resign ourselves to the fact he is what we're seeing. G- given he's, he's a good yeah. score player, he can do certain things within the squad his end product is going to let as him as a go. wing
1: back you can get away with that I think it's, like, it's an argument yeah. he's decent defensively if we started, like, we started playing other players at wing back and played him further forward I think we'd yeah. we, that, that then becomes a position yeah. you're looking to strengthen yeah. especially, especially considering that Welbeck's not really getting any chances so you need him midfield and around him to score Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: exactly.
1: then he's mm-hmm. not going to do that so yeah. I, I think we have to he's, he is a wing back now there's no question about it yeah. or even a left back last night we was from New Orleans, left back right back in, in yeah. the end Left back wasn't he, in the end. Yeah, um, he's not. Uh, yeah, he's not an attacking player. Yeah, because Riff. he doesn't. Yeah, the, the contribution in final third becomes more of an issue in that situation. It still would should be better, really. I think from even from wing-back. Yeah. the chances he had the last two games before this, before yesterday. Mm-hmm. I don't actually blame him for the, sh- the header at Fulham, but the one on one at um, against Leeds and the and the chance at the header at West Ham were both guilt edge chances and should have been taken. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that like either of them as well.
0: It's an anomaly. As somebody said, I think it was Robin said on, on our WhatsApp group, he's, a, he's one of the most frustrating players. Because you could see all the talent there. He looks at the part, doesn't he, on the ball. He, he doesn't looks... believe it, I don't think. I don't think he believes
1: it, yeah. I think you're right. You never, I never thought he was going to score against Leeds when he went through. He never looked like he was like... Trossard against West I know Trostad have one a two chance against Leeds as well. But Trossard against West Ham looked like he believed he was going to score from the moment he went through. Yeah, and, and so did we. Yeah. And it does correlate, doesn't it? Whereas March never looked like he was that happy against he yeah. wasn't sure whether to go try and go round the keeper or to try and kick it, kick it you know, chip it over him or yeah. sort of sort it round him or whatever, he wasn't that sure. And, and in fairness, um, Melia did well. Hmm. But he gave. I think his final touch was enough ahead that then Melia had chance to come out nearer hmm. to him. Yeah. It was too far ahead of him. Yeah. If he kept it more under control, he'd have probably have like, more chance to like, dink it over him, whatever. Or... Any
0: more um, defend, uh, Any more um, signings? You think we need to make beyond? Let, let's say we get a striker. Let's say we get some kind of defensive player, and maybe we go for Billy Gilmore for the future.
1: Well, I don't. I don't think there will be a defender tomorrow. I think
0: no. Is is there anything beyond that
1: though? So you will, I mean, in, in an ideal world, we'd have another goalkeeper, possibly a second also. goalkeeper, yeah. ahead of ahead yeah. of um, ahead of um, Steele potentially, yep. um, to challenge Sanchez because you know he has moments. Last night, he had a, a moment where <laughs> he almost absolutely gifted a goal. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, so what's that? And I, I would, you know, in a way, someone having actually challenging him. And hopefully, longer term, the plan is that you know one of Skirpan yeah. or Rushworth or both yeah. will. Really challenge him, or Sanchez moves on, they've got those two coming through. Yeah, probably Rushworth at the moment. Yeah. it seems to be the one. thought
0: last weekend he saved one with his face. So I don't even yeah. knew much about it, <laughs> uh, but he stood strong
1: and it went. Yeah, he seems to be off. the one who. I mean, yeah, and You begin to wonder why we signed him. Really, so yeah. we've loaned him to a team who are terrible in Holland from the town of it. Vitesse are having yes. a dreadful start to the season. You, yeah, and I understand. I mean, obviously, it didn't do Caffaro much harm. But as a goalkeeper, you don't want to be kind of like conceding threes and fours every week. Mm. It might be good that you you make more saves, but also it's not going to be good for your confidence to suddenly concede that many goals. Yeah. So you wonder why, mm. whether we've given up on of them already or something.
0: Yeah. or I'm, I'm hoping Rushworth will do all right at Lincoln as the other option to to yeah. Um I conceded, I think it was two or three of the weekend, was it? Um, one of the games recently um, yeah, against Peterborough and um, I think he's still learning one of the goals he continued I thought we could have done better with but, you yeah, know, a guy, we'll let him get out, let, make his mistakes. Ben White did that as well, didn't Sanchez, he?
1: Sanchez, I bet he did that. Sanchez,
0: yeah. Still does. Actually, we didn't mention the Fulham game. He did make one massive contact, didn't he? Sanchez, which nearly led to a goal, which... Right after Bobby we went Reid 2-1. or somebody just clipped? No. Uh,
1: Cabano, wasn't it?
0: Cabano, yeah. Right it.
1: after we went, yeah, 2-1. Yeah. That got back yeah. to 2-1, then we would have been, like, 3-1 straight away. Yeah, that could
0: have killed us at the wrong
1: I round. mean, I, I... Mistake is probably the right word, but then... It, I think it did spin an awful loss, and it was quite a. It's trying to pad it yeah. out two-handed, or maybe it was, it it was quite it an awkward ball because it it, kind of it? it it kind of deflected off one of our... It was a defending from our side, yeah. and kind of spun quite a lot, and so it was a quite difficult one. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, I mean, it would have been down. It's not a good. Sanchez is, I think, in a lot of ways is is a brilliant goalkeeper, and he will go on to become Spain's number one at some point. I'm pretty confident. Mm. But he still has even at, yeah at his agent keepers like mature even you know later than professional footballers you know he's 24 keepers pretty mature so they're they're best mm. to like 32 yeah sort of thing so he he's been he's been superb for us since he's come in generally mm. and you know i was a big fan of Matthew Ryan but, but Sanchez has been so much better in a lot of ways like so much more dominating in the box and. So much, yeah. He's a really good shots up as well. His, his distribution is fantastic. I, I know people moan about it, but mm-hmm. two of those, two, those two of those, those two goals, for example, last year at Liverpool and at home to Man U, came from incredible kicks from him. And, he's, and he, yes, his yeah. clearances are, are really good. And yeah, he
0: was it. Was p- it him that um, started the move uh, forest a right No, no, that was um, no Mitchell up there.
1: Yeah, that would have been still, wouldn't it? Um, the, what, was that man new one that, where, where, where it was offside? Was that from him as oh, well? Oh, that might be one thing. Yeah, of, yeah that the might one be... where he was wrongly called offside would have been through. Yeah, and yeah, came yeah, from yeah, him, I think, pretty yeah. much. But he's a, he's a really good first line of our, you know, in terms of passing. He's a really good defender, yeah. uh, keeper, mm-hmm. and he's, his positioning's really good. I think generally. So mm-hmm. yeah, he, he makes the odd error, but yeah. you know, it, it is what it is. He's a he's a brilliant keeper. But I think it would be great. I mean, it's never great to have a second keeper rather than a uh, two keepers. Yeah. And I understand that no keeper who's that good probably going to want to come to Brighton as second keeper, but you should then be able, to, you know, if it did come to it, you know, what happens if Sanchez is again? You know, you come back to, you know, Sunday against Leicester, we've not signed anyone else. What What are the positions that you really worry about if someone ends up out for the whole of the rest of the transfer window? Probably Sanchez, Sanchez. and Welbeck.
0: Sanchez, Welbeck, and Casado, I would say. Not so much Casado. You can cover Casado more. It. Well, I think I
1: they would do a job there. People would do I think a it job. We get
0: thinner, but yeah, the main the main ones We are wouldn't
1: be as good. But, San- Sanchez and Welbeck. But any of your first team players don't get injured, you wouldn't be as good. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, those are the two yeah. who are. The, yeah. Hopefully, we will we will cover Sanchez tomorrow. and um, cover Welbeck tomorrow. We won't cover Sanchez because no. there's no way. Well, one one place
0: that has been weakened, at least for now, until he gets into his stride more, is is uh, the left back, with there should be. Stupid Nani is coming in. Uh, Mark Kikarayi went out. Now he's the most expensive right back, back in history. Sorry, most expensive left back in history. He's number eight. Now on the list of most expensive defenders of all time, Peter, because of course Slab Had himself, or Crabface as my wife calls him, Harry Maguire, is still the most expensive at eighty million. Uh, Van Dyke is at seventy five. Now Fafana, Wesley Fafana, has now signed finally for Chelsea from Leicester after being sitting around on the sidelines and clearly not wanting to play anymore. Um, he's in at about the same price as Van Dyke. Fourth on the list, Matthias Delict. Who went from Juve to Bayern Munich, 68 mil? They
1: were delict about that.
0: Yeah, if they were, yes, indeed, very nice. Please leave the room now. After that joke, right? Uh, Lucas Fernandez went from Atlético to Bayern Munich for 68 mil. Uh, Matthias Delict again, 67 mil from Ixt Juventus. Interestingly. So either there's two matches. No, it's the same. You he went to some, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I know, I know. I'm just building it up. Uh, Ruben Dias. Double fillet. Ruben Dias. Man City were willing to spend money on defenders back then. They spent 65 million on him. Uh, they didn't want to spend anywhere near that on Mark Kukareya, so he ended up going for the proper price of about 63 million. It says 62 million on this info, but that's wrong. 55 rising to 63, I reckon. Um, and then you've got. Amaric Laporte, 57 mil. Sandro Martinez, the shortest centre-back in history, uh, 55 mil. And a certain Mr Ben White, who's just dropped out of our top ten, thanks to the uh, Fafana signing, uh, was 50 million Brighton to Arsenal. When Arsenal said, let's go for this price, and we said, no, 50 million. They went for a new price, we said, no, 50 million. That went on for about 15 to 20 hours. And eventually they, they come to the exact price we told them. In the 15, first 20
1: years, I think, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much.
0: Yeah. Um, and, and Leeds developed him anyway, so what, what the hell.
1: So, he also um, got like about 25 in of that and a, <laughs> a, a payoff, you
0: know. So, so, in a very convoluted way, what I'm saying is Mark Cucure has gone out to Chelsea. Uh, he's one of a very large number of Albion players who have left the club this summer. Na- uh, well, namely, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. I've got 18 players listed here, and I think it's, it's out of date by one or two. This has Mark Correa to Chelsea, Yves to Tottenham, as we all know, Leo Ostergaard to Napoli, Shane Duffy to Fulham, that's the loan, but it's, you know, it's out of contract, isn't it, afterwards? We've talked about Kiel Scherpen, who's gone to Vitesse Arnhem on loan. Simon Adingra, who we signed in, has gone straight out to Union saint, or Royal Union saint gilloise in Belgium. Aaron Connolly has gone to the discerning Italian culture capital of Venetia. Andy Kerry out on loan again as well. He's gone to Basel. Mikhail Kabovnik has gone this time to Fortuna Dusseldorf. We'll talk maybe a bit more about him in a minute. Um, Abdullah Sima, who was on loan to Stoke and got injuries last season, has gone to Angers on loan. Alex Cochran has gone to Hearts. Taylor Richards has gone to C- Queen's Park Rangers. That's a permanent deal, isn't it, I believe?
1: No, it's a loan. Oh, is that a loan?
0: Loan, loan with permanent, yeah. Uh Kadra has gone to Sheffield United. He's got an injury, but he's, he's out there at the moment. Uh, and we also have um, Hayden Roberts to Derby. Uh, Simon Rushworth was supposed to go there too, but he ended up going Carl to. Li- Sorry, Carl Rushworth. Who's was Simon st- Rushworth? I don't know. He sounds okay, doesn't he? Is his brother? Uh, he was supposed to have gone with Hayden Roberts to Derby, but he's gone to Lincoln. he took them away. Jensen yeah. Weir- Jensen yeah. Weir's gone to Morecambe. He did all right actually. Scored a good goal the other week. Um, he's on loan there in League One. Morecambe's struggling though again. Uh, Teddy Teddy Jenks. Uh, he's gone to Crawley. Now, they've got an interesting new ownership thing with Bitcoin crap and all that bollocks, NFTs and all, all that jazz. It's not
1: working out well so far.
0: Not, not working out well. They've got a new coach in Kevin Betsy. Well, it's, it's a coaching they, they bought
1: the top striker from the league last year in Telford. Yeah, and Dominic Telford. They've been not doing very
0: well since then. And they're, they're bottom two or three. Uh, interesting. Early days. I think they're going to give them time. I heard an interview with, uh, with the owner of Crawley the other day and it does sound like they're, you know, it's a work in progress. But yeah, early early days. A bit
1: of a badalistic last year, so yeah, they're going to uh, exactly. build up
0: from that and improve themselves
1: from now. Exactly.
0: But as far as Teddy Junk's goes, we wish him the best. He's looked good when he's made appearances for 23 split Cup matches. last year, though.
1: You wonder yeah. with Jenks and Weir whether they're
0: both going to be Is that they're, oh, not being a, they're not being used in the right way again or is they're it not they're that. not quite good enough probably the latter isn't it and Mark Leonard uh, was one I, I missed had gone to Northampton yeah. who were a promising side in League 2 this well, season Lost that so. impression
1: <laughs> in the most unfortunate fashion last Oh year. Well, that
0: was incredible wasn't it Was it them that they, were, they lost to Bristol Rovers due to, to a crazy goal swing Yeah and they Br- still won Bristol
1: 3-1 r- won the last half like that and then yeah Barrow's goal against them Bristol Rovers yeah, r- r- yeah 7-0 and yeah and eventually Barton went up
0: they were only in the top three for ten minutes yeah, at the end of they the they were season.
1: bottom like six at Christmas like that, yeah. yeah
0: I mean fair play to so them they did well but nonetheless so that that's the signings on there now of course since that was published I've just been reading from Neil Morpé has gone as well of
1: we've got at least four or five signings tomorrow that will go out and loan yeah. so uh, you know there'll be more so we're talking well into the twenties here. Yeah,
0: because more place gone. We're
1: going to sign like we're we'll going to sign like five players an hour tomorrow, and all of them will go on loan somewhere in the
0: Matt Clark's gone as well. Two point yeah. two five to Middlesbrough, yeah. was it? So we talked. That's twenty already, isn't it? I think was it twenty. We had. Um, I've probably missed one or two other loanees. Have probably gone out since as well. Feel free to chip in if you if you remember any piece but in the I meantime. Think, yeah, who
1: else has been out?
0: In the meantime, as you said, three or four others may go out on loan. Van Hecker we're still not sure what's happening with him. I would keep him It sounds
1: like they're gonna keep Van Hecker. I out. think we
0: should, given the circumstances. This close to the window shall we. Of a, of a like it would be, be Van Hecker of a risk, yeah. Given um, the
1: situation that, yeah. Given how if you've got only four elephant and a half to be paid for it at the back most of that.
0: Exactly. And um, Cole
1: will know she is one of our left back covers as well and Beltman's one of our right back covers
0: so. Yeah, yeah, indeed Yeah So, uh, yeah I, I think we've done we've, we've got all of the business done that we needed to do loaning people out to the right clubs On paper One or two youngsters might be fine. so one
1: or two like turns and uh, yeah. Spong who played against Forest Green maybe or something like that might
0: yeah.
1: conceivably go out and loan I don't know by being yeah. Furlong
0: maybe Yeah. Fire, the the
1: National League is still open so the younger ones might even go there yeah. still because I noticed the National League is still always open. I saw a few Wrexham fans. They've apparently been given dispensation because last year apparently they were stopped from trying anyone after the deadline day because they're in Wales. Oh, really? Everyone else was given the right to do it because they're, yeah, there was a lower level in England. So yeah. You know. Which is why Wrexham then dropped off a bit at a certain station because they didn't have the players to injuries. Yeah. So okay. they've been given dispensation now because they're in that league where everyone else is allowed to do it.
0: Hmm. Okay, fair enough.
1: But it is still up to the National League if you're mm. a younger player or something like that.
0: Do you, do you think we should consider any loans in, if necessary,
1: uh, I, including a striker? I mean, it depends who they are, I suppose, doesn't it? Mm. I mean, like, if, if there's a player that would be right and would be a good loan, that could get us through for a while and kind of could be an option to, sometimes, to back, mm. I wouldn't be against it. It needs to be even more the right player than a, than a signing, because you only obviously have a year of them, rather mm-hmm. than you buy someone and then you, you you maybe think well maybe in a year's time they're be better. You know, I wouldn't want Billy Gilmore on loan for example. I know we, we couldn't more get one anyway, yeah. Yeah. But, <laughs> but even if we could, I wouldn't want him on loan because yeah. I don't want to be I don't want to be developing Chelsea's players and personally, uh, or like as a club either. I, I don't want him loan to me either personally, but you know. <laughs> Well,
0: so he could just do some patchwork yeah. or something. I mean, that'd be quite good, actually. For a year, actually, that'd
1: be quite good. He could do the hoovering and stuff like that. and uh, Make some tea. He could look after Duke, you know. It'd be quite good, actually. <laughs> that could actually work. I mean, if he could go out, it'd be quite Duke, fun. Duke's the dog, by the way, for anyone yeah. that doesn't, man.
0: Who uh, might be turning up here tonight. We, we, yeah. Possibly, yeah. Um, I suppose it, we can use it if it works for us, but I can't I mean, that's it. it Maybe
1: I should put an offer in a Billy Gilmore tomorrow. <laughs> you could loan him to the club, I yeah. could loan him, and then, yeah, the club could borrow it at weekends for games. <laughs> It's paying a loan fee, obviously, yeah. yeah. You've got to
0: fund your beer, haven't you, Peter? Uh, yeah, Something's I don't if, got to do, you know... I don't know if there's anybody I want to loan in. I, d- I don't see that there's any benefit to that in most scenarios. As you said, there might be a way, it could be a means to an end, a loan-to-buy scenario. Are yeah. uh, we looking at... Are, are there any more gems out there in terms of established players coming later into their careers that could fill a void just in the short term? Yeah, you know, the Danny Welbeck, the Adam Lallana's, that kind of role...
1: Well, the one they talked about, I saw also uh, was, um, was behind matter, which obviously is like I saw a bit of talk about on um, Northland. On People yeah. have asked
0: about Ross Barkley because of course he's been released from his contract, but
1: I think he wants rather more wages than we're willing to give him. Yeah, I think probably someone said
0: well, he's on 200k a week, and then somebody very stupidly pointed out he's on nothing per week <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> but. Nonetheless, he's
1: obviously got to be looking. One of the it. many players over the 20 years since Abramovich took over that Chelsea have ruined in a way, affecting English players. Yeah,
0: there's been a few actually. Chelsea of
1: Gilson, wright Phillips, bit. Parker.
0: Well, I'm thinking also uh, Josh McEachran Seemed like yeah. such a prospect Tammy Abrahams Has done well yeah. But no, no thanks to Chelsea Only by going out on loan He was in We were in for him at one point Were we? Tomori And the interesting thing Yeah, Tamori as well Very good player and He's gone on Him, right. him and yeah. Abraham Have gone on to Make their mark And get into the England yeah. squad Tammy Abrahams well,
1: Gallagher Abraham, looks like He's going to be another one Who's going to probably Have to move on to, as as he doesn't go to Paris Well, he will go to Paris Probably if they well, might better not but, um, and Ben Bro as well as like another one he's running after. I mean, he's one I really, Brewer, want. he's good, one yeah. I really, really like. Actually, he's you know, oh,
0: he's kind of well here in a bit, isn't he? <laughs> 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 isn't he? Isn't he a bit though? He does. A, he's road I, just love, I just
1: love the kind of the. This he's got more muscle
0: power, but yeah, it's all about. It's yeah, all he's, about he's well. one who
1: looked really good last year at Stamford for a while, and then obviously lost his way a little bit towards the season. But unsurprisingly, given his first season at 19 or 20, or 20 or he was. But I, I, he's one I'd really be interested in.
0: Yeah. What about Tammy Abraham? Could we going back from Roma? Probably not now. No. Champions League and all that. It's complicated. He's complicated, yeah. Um, he, I mean, he was another one. We, we actually tried to sign him on loan. And it was back in the days when um, loan fees or any, any kind of funding involved beyond just the, the general agreement was frowned upon. Apparently, his agent asked for a million quid. Uh, after we, the, the deal had been agreed yeah, it's not and a, we just went well Tony Bloom that's not Cassidy a loan went, fee even though
1: that's, that's just like no, a, that's, just a, that's just a, just a, a payment just
0: Like a, a, a yeah and, and Tony Bloom in classic style said pardon the French fuck off I think well I don't know if he literally said that but I'd love not, to think he did I'd love to think he did as well uh, but he, he, he wasn't having it which is fair enough and I'll be the same however it's frustrating because that was a good move there he went to Swansea at the time yeah was it? Well, we it was still, stopped, we Christmas still Christmas beat them for one yeah we did Good, good. I'm glad you mentioned it. Was it four one or five one? Four one. Four one. Yeah. Um, but those kind of players, there might be. Bro, that's yeah, a good shout.
1: Actually, I don't. I don't think Chelsea will release them yet. They haven't actually got a striker.
0: Mm, well, that doesn't normally stop them. They've never got a striker.
1: <laughs> um, so it brings a little bit because we're not really. We uh, obviously we hope for good stuff Sorry. who do you reckon done best out of this transfer window and who do you reckon has done worst well,
0: here's, here's the, here's, that's a great question, let's get on to that so Chelsea have spent more than double I think anyone else, they've spent something like a third of a billion this transfer window 63 mil, well in terms of commitment at least, to Cucureya 75 mil to Fafana but they've, they've signed a number of other players they still don't have a striker which is quite amusing when they've spent that much money
1: um, they have one, but he's unloading
0: into Milan. Oh, well, yes, there's that. Have, have they done well? They've probably signed good players. I think they've brought in the right kind of players. But they haven't completed their squad, as far as I'm concerned. And for mm. The amount they've
1: spent, can't really yeah, say... They the lost best. Rudiger on a free uh, as well, which is a massive, massive yeah, loss. exactly.
0: Which, of course, their hands were tied, because of the, um, had the embargo, didn't they, at the time.
1: But I'm not convinced he'd have stayed anyway. I think he was after yeah, a, possibly, a yeah. big move. But, yeah, I, mean, I, d- I think gonna, they've, they've not spent that well.
0: The biggest gainers, in terms of numbers, are Nottingham Forest. I think are up to 20. Yeah. 20 so that wasn't the new question. signings. That's not the question, but I'd, I just wanted to throw that in. I had to get a dig in. Twenty a lot of new How signings. Fuck, how's that going to work? It actually just might, because a lot of those signings and aren't it, good. They're
1: like to sign like Aurier and uh, Willie Bolly as well, apparently, now. So will be twenty-two new players. Yeah. I think of which two have got on loan. I think two have got on loan. I think uh, yes, um, that's true.
0: That's true. But it is literally a new squad, isn't it? I mean, yeah. I, I can only imagine. I, I didn't keep track enough of yeah. last season to know who was in that squad. But there can't be anyone left. Well, they, can they, they've
1: they? got about five or six key first teamers and a few who dropped Actually, out completely. Brendan yeah. Yeah. Johnson obviously um, Johnson, uh, Worrell, go- and the Goldie left. Um, the Goldie left. They had about five loanees in the team
0: from Forest Point of view. Yeah, the Goldie yeah. left,
1: which is why they brought Henderson in. They, they lost um, uh Nagle the, the Watford yeah. player they five low knees yeah, Zinca I think yeah. they went up a lot quicker than they thought they would. Keenan Davis the Villa player yeah. who was really really key part of their team and yeah two two or three other low knees yeah. and lost a few others like uh, Grabben obviously was regular last season and went and said he wanted to go Yeah. he didn't want to be like reserved fair enough obviously Lewis Grabben a former Albion target a long time ago as well like a, yeah. a decade ago or something like that yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, when he's at Bournemouth. But, yeah, they, I mean, I think they've gone well past the we've replaced the players. <laughs> and also improved the bench. They, they, it's just literally a whole new, as you say, a whole new squad. and it's, They have strengthened. They, there are some genuine gems in there. I think yeah. Henderson, the one they signed this Renan and Luddy, who they signed this week, sounds like an, an absolute bargain at the moment. Mm. He was, like, played for Atletico in, like, Champions yes. League. Knockouts and that sort of thing.
0: Stryker could be handy as Lingard,
1: well. Lingard, Ionwe, uh, uh, I, I think. Ion Ion yeah. Yeah, yeah, Lingard on paper. Yeah, yeah. If they can get him firing and get him the it's service.
0: A deal, so it works get him for them service. the
1: service. The Huddersfield guy, O'Brien, seems like yeah. really good signing from what, they, from what I've read. The, the guy from. What oh, do uh, they sign as
0: well? Mm -hmm. Is it
1: O'Dowder? No, uh, they signed O'Brien and they signed uh, uh, Toffolo from Huddersfield. Oh, Toffolo, that was it, yeah, yeah. And the other one that sounds really good, although he's injured most, Nierkarte, who's a half from Mainz, was like their captain, Mm. I think, at Mainz, in the Bundesliga. So they've got some really good players, but also, inevitably, with 20 players, you're going to have some absolute dross in there, aren't you? They've they've
0: uh, gone full on gamble here, haven't they? They've they've signed like you would not believe, like no one else has ever done before yet they've got some good quality in there so they've got the chance it's it's how that works and then yeah it's so much of a risk though however maybe it's long term planning maybe there's something to do with if they went back down and came back up or whatever I don't know when all said and done I, I really rate Steve Cooper I think if anyone could do it, he can, in terms of getting those players and married together. it is together, literally well a
1: job that no one's ever done before.
0: Yeah. It, it, it's a hell of a gap. It's, it's fascinating. I'm kind of interested to see how that goes.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't mind if it works, um, in a way. I don't, well, I don't normally expense. approve of that level of... Not at our expense. Not at our expense, obviously, yeah. I don't normally approve of that level of change, because I don't think it's great, healthy... And it's a good payout
1: for it. Yeah, I'm going to go to that one, mate. Yeah for that i'm not much sure when it is but yeah i'm definitely a... the old trip to
0: jerusalem as they
1: say yeah, yeah i'm i'm no issue with forest and i think they will it's it's genuinely the what the absolute question mark you know mm. they the, you know, the kind of like random team in Premier League. You know, yeah. they could come 12th or 10th or something like that on the back of like all of the a lot of these players doing well, or they could be like bottom by a mile because they all fail yeah. miserably. It's, and it's largely it's genuinely like the most intriguing thing about yeah. Premier League. The season.
0: number of loanees that were involved there yeah. has made this fascinating. And uh, it's like Aston Villa a couple of years ago with extra entries, yeah. isn't it, this? It's just on a different level and to it, that.
1: It could, yeah. And it, they
0: just got away with it They could Villa, go anywhere
1: from, yeah, thanks to a goal that, what, the goal that was, that wasn't. Yeah, the Sheffield United yeah. game, yeah. But yeah, no it could be, be anywhere from, from 20th with a, not a record low point, maybe 20 points like that, mm. to mid-table and pretty comfortable and doing really yeah. well, so, as, yeah. as, a,
0: as a fresh face in the, in the modern era, at least, I don't mind Forrest staying up. I do like Steve Cooper. i take it or leave it with their fans, but, you know, some of them are nice. It'll
1: be genuinely interesting to see what happens, and mm. I think they are the probably most interesting question mark in the yeah. Premier League this year.
0: So, them and, them and Fulham, we've been talking about Fulham,
1: yeah. who finishes higher? I'm going Fulham. It's a tough one, isn't it? I, I think probably Fulham because they're more settled, mm. and they were a lot better last season as well, both to be fair. Both I survive, though. Yeah, I, I, think, I think Bournemouth... Uh, yeah, are gone. Whoever they appoint really is going to find it very hard to stay out with that team. Well, they're definitely
0: keeping the lowest budget. If, that, if, that was the, if you finish below Bournemouth, the owners, yeah. The fact that they were questioning that. Yeah. They said, well, it's up or down, we're on the yeah. low budget, that's that. Take if if you it.
1: finish below Bournemouth, I think you'll go down. Oh, definitely,
0: yeah. I think Bournemouth are down. I think Everton and Leicester
1: <laughs> and Wolves are in deep shit here. They the may Wolves not... have spent a lot of money this summer, though. they spent, like, on... um
0: yeah, I I'm not convinced. Let they go back to... They Prince. were
1: so poor against I
0: mean, us at the end of last season. But they I know there's they, some
1: changes there, but... but they could, brought um, the, Kalazic today, which is an interesting signing.
0: Raul Jimenez is uh, totally out... Yeah, it's just He's lost his... They, they relied on him, Jimenez, for a lot of what they did well to keep them
1: up in the table. But Karasic could be the... Yeah. You know, the, kind of the one who... Uh, who offers the alternative. Possibly. In which case, someone else is in trouble. Who... Southampton. Hampton. Southampton. Yeah, well, again, they had a good result last night, you know, kind
0: of... Good, some good signings. They won 2-1 at Chelsea, coming from behind to do so, I hasten to add. They've, they've done something we've not done in the Premier League era, beating Chelsea. So, you know, fair enough. Uh, it's, it's a difficult one, isn't it? But I do think Bournemouth was, Anyone finishes below Bournemouth, yeah. down,
1: definitely. Bournemouth are down. Wolves, before I go, go off Wolves, I look up their sign. They've, they've bought some big money payers as well. They've played, spent big on two or three players are they all Portuguese yeah Nunes who's the <laughs> Matthias Nunes who's a sporting number one cost 42 million quid yeah and then Gonzalo Guedes from Valencia and they've now got Kadsic who's not and then Collins from per- so they've they spent like close to 100 million quid this summer
0: yeah that's a lot that's a lot that puts them almost They also got that.
1: a lot of money from Forrest from Morgan Gibbs White obviously which Oh, they Those did very well there, didn't they? Thirty million they? quid, or whatever it says, forty-two and a half. Though, and that's, that's like the rising, that's the absolute yeah, yeah. maximum mm, yeah. it can be. I think it's like twenty-five to thirty with like a lot of add-ons. I think they got a good value there, to be honest, do not you? A well, player they've not really regarded as being mm. first choice ever. Yeah, I mean to get that sort of money. Mm.
0: Speaking about the Albion, just swing it about that way, we've, we've talked about who's gone... Oh, who's of course, the other
1: option, the other one we've been discussing, Emmanuel Dennis, who's, uh, who started off so well for, oh, the Watford. for Watford last yeah, year, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then hasn't really, didn't really hit, mm. uh, carry on, but yeah. then Watford also didn't carry on, so... Yeah. I was going to say, swinging back to the Albion, the, the figures, year
0: on year, in the Premier League, in terms of transfers are insane, and they become more and more insane year after year, transfer window after transfer window. uh, We we put it in six monthly terms. Um, The Albion, this is unprecedented, the money that we brought in. 63 million eventual figure for Cucurea. We've got 15 mil, I think rises to 16 for more pay, which is money back on that, which is great. Um, We've sold the Suma for 25, rising to 35. So we're talking over 100, about 115 million just with three players in one window. This is immense, immensely different to what we're used to as Albion fans, say, from just a few years back and beyond. Uh, Incredible, isn't it, to think how much money is swelling around, coming and going. We're one in profit, whether Tony wants to liquidise some of that earnings I don't know if he wants to invest it in infrastructure more I don't know if he wants to sign a that elusive striker uh, the, um, the so-called fated 20 goal a season striker that Graham Potter quite rightly has laughed off as being a fantasy because they don't exist outside of world class exclusives um but
1: well, we... hardly on, I'm trying at the world cup before now
0: you know by the time yeah same. yeah well find yeah. <laughs> <have> signed <laughs> yeah um all in all, though, the, the, the figures swelling around, around the Premier League in general, and around the Albion in particular, given, you know, what we've been used to as fans, it's truly astonishing, yeah. isn't it? It well, takes we... a moment to take a step back and think, this is nuts.
1: If you look at the, you know, the kind of, yeah, the, the levels, you know, that... You know, we, we sat quite high up on those um, next, transfer mm. figures in the first year couple of years. Mm. We were like sixty, seventy million pounds we spent and we didn't really get anything in. Yeah. And now we're like we're way way bottom. I mean yeah. it's like we've got seventy million profit, I think it's summer. Yeah.
0: Success breed success. Yeah. We made forty eight million pounds on Kukarea, well we stand to do so mm. anyway, in over a one year period of having it on our books. Um, we we could just only could have dreamed of that in the past, obviously. Yeah. Success breed success. When you're in League One and you're trying to pass your way out of the division for the first time with Gus or whoever. You know, that's a different league to what we're dealing with now. Obviously, you can't have a £48 million profit in a year in League One, whoever it is. But the beauty of the Premier League is if you run things correctly, you get the right players in, they happen to do amazingly well... The levels of mm. increased success the wor- are
1: off the scale. My worry is how long we can continue doing what we're effectively doing. Mm. I mean, we've not really invested at all this summer. Yeah, we just we've- talked
0: about Southampton as potential yeah.
1: relegation candidates, and they were doing what we were doing a few years yeah. ago, and,
0: and they ran out. Of to me, you've
1: got to keep investing in players, and we're not yeah. doing that. That's that's the worry. What we've spent, we've brought in four players this summer, one of whom is on loan, yeah, and one of whom's on on loan to USG. Adingra, yeah. yeah, yeah, and the other two are Inquiso, who is a, a, a gamble at even the best levels, and. Oh, well, and you obviously you're souping on who is?
0: We did sign Baker Wati, didn't we? Yeah, well, as well, yeah, another just, one for the future. Yeah. And there's one or two others. I think we've signed, haven't we? Who's the other guy we
1: signed? We've not really signed uh, players for 2023. Uh, that's 233s, that's
0: another guy for the 18s. I think I oh, can't oh, remember.
1: His oh, name. the guy from Man City. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, I can't remember his name yeah. now. So but in, in so it's a, a sense, long-term so future. Yeah. 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 But you can't keep doing that. We can't keep like basically letting three of two of our best players and one the player who, for all the, the comments, was our top scorer, our level top scorer last year, go and bring in one first team player in effectively because has not got near... He was on a bench last night the first time he's on a bench at all. Yeah. We can't keep doing that. That's Lube true. We can't keep doing that every summer. That's true, yeah. and um, We yeah. haven't even brought any, any sort of prospects in, European prospects in, you know, that sort of thing this summer we,
0: we Are we slacking off or is it just the case of those opportunities are not yeah. I being don't know, but it, us at the moment.
1: It's just, it hasn't worked out whatever for whatever reason, but we've not done that. And it, I think we'll be fine this year, even if we don't sign a striker tomorrow and I don't think we, I, don't, I really hope we don't take that view, but we probably will be fine because we're already halfway to January mm. target. We've got, like, you know, we get another 10 points. Yeah. You know, kind of.
0: Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm relatively happy with our status at the moment, but I do agree with you. Obviously, in terms of the first team, there's one or two players we need to sign. We, we've already said that. But in terms of the overall big picture, this planning for the future stuff, yeah, there's a bit of a shortfall. I would like us to get the right players in numbers of maybe two or three more.
1: Um, but it's getting the right, yeah. the right fit, well, isn't depend- it? Absolutely, but we've had all summer to look at the right fit to try, yeah. mm. we should have. We, we apparently have the short list of players, mm. you know, we shouldn't be we're not I've, doing it just like from middle I honestly order. think
0: if you've got your 10 priority players you could very genuinely through no fault of your own miss out on all 10 oh yeah because right. some are not available some have gone somewhere else some are refusing to go some, are, some have clubs who dick mm. you around about oh, yeah, the prices like South American clubs seem to seem to do a little bit we're hearing that might be the case with Guernanotti well, is it
1: the, I have no idea you know, is, I'm very glad uh, I, didn't, I didn't know how to pronounce his name because I <laughs> I didn't know that now
0: <laughs> yeah um it's uh, there's, there's a number of different component parts that might cause us to not be able to get the signings that we fully intend to get not for the want to try not for the want to be well organised we could just we could just miss out because we miss out it can happen yeah but
1: back to um, other the Premier League generally yeah mm. big winners Arsenal oh yeah I so say.
0: yeah uh, Arsenal uh, yeah well they've, Jesus, started, they've started well.
1: Ignoring how they start the Hazes and Jinchenko are a huge signs for them well they're, they're
0: part of the reason they've started so well. I think they're both phenomenally yeah. good, good signings. I, I think would they really they've got something the Fabio Vieira
1: they seem to be like quite quite good in sound of it as well. So they've got yeah, good signings.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh Brentford for me a big winner. I don't yeah. know they lost they lost Eriksson, yeah. but,
0: but they were always going to, Yeah. They? Yeah.
1: But they or well, if they did, they would only be a temporary thing. Damn, Dan Scott, does it? Yeah good signing
0: I'm not, not nothing yet but he he's a good signing They've me got, I think he's a, a very good signing, good signing. Yeah.
1: Uh, Hickey that's got really good reputation from Italy Aaron Hickey. and similarly yeah. similar teams at, uh, trajectory to Tierney obviously did really well at Arsenal when well yeah. fit yeah. you know Lewis Potter obviously one that you've mentioned a few exactly. times and what
0: price did he go for £2.50 yeah.
1: uh, 15, £2. 15 20000000 according to Sky <laughs> well that's
0: what I
1: was telling you he should yeah. go for just saying um, <laughs> anyway yeah um, uh. Pavis, I think, have done okay. Decore, although they lost to I think Decoray is a good mm. signing. Yeah. Uh, Richards, you know, Johnson's a good backup keeper.
0: Yeah, that was a good signing. Sam Johnson.
1: Yeah. Or Johnston. Johnston. Yeah. Um, Fulham, I think, have done really well. I'm just looking through kind of sky. And they're
0: not finished at moment. Yet, they?
1: No, they've got two or three more. They lost mm. that and just in private today to uh, work permit issues, didn't they? But, um, oh, really? Yeah. Is
0: that a relative of Patrick climate, Yeah, Tom's uh, like son, I
1: think, yeah. Hmm. yeah. Yep. Uh, Leeds, I think, have done okay. Oh, they didn't play very well at the weekend.
0: Well, they've, they've signed players. Th- two or three of them are American. Other people yeah. um, don't really know. And you I wonder think, how they're going to do. I think overall
1: they'll be better than last season. because they, be they obviously didn't have Phillips at all half of last season anyway. Yeah. It's Rafinha that a big loss. Yeah. But Aronson seems to be quite a decent placement for him.
0: Maybe maybe quite a rounded
1: yeah.
0: set-up. City, S- I think, are big
1: winners because they got Haaland. I mean... But well, he's, he's not too bad. Is he? He's, he's so single-handedly <laughs> he's yeah, scored a hat
0: is it? Yeah. Again, yeah. He's he's going to
1: break all the records, isn't he? If he stays. Yeah, him, I mean, he, he's, he's going to be ridiculously good. Mm. He's, going to, well.
0: he's going to be.
1: Yeah. <laughs> when, when he when he gets two or three years older, you know, yeah.
0: once he matures, yeah, yeah.
1: Um And Spurs, I think, have done pretty well.
0: I yeah, think Spurs
1: have really strengthened their yeah. line, haven't they? And also, Basuma, I think, will, when he settles in, will help their midfield a lot yeah. when he becomes a regular starter. Perisic is a really underrated signing. Uh, yeah, Spence actually has a real cross- prospect. They've yeah. got Romero permanently now, so you know, I think they'll do. A, they, they've done pretty well. Weakness teams who've struggled. I think United have not done as well as you people think. It's interesting what Casemiro does and how he does. But I, then Again, it's not... through
0: the nose, obvious signing type, isn't yeah. it? Ob- yeah, ob- it could be fine, but...
1: Obvious one who's lost, Leicester. Oh, Leicester. Leicester They've signed is... uh, one reserve, Smithies as reserved reserve yeah. goalkeeper.
0: And he's not that great, is he? He's, he's not bad. But it shows you the fragility of the clubs in our sphere. The Southamptons, the Leicesters, you could say the Aston Villas and the Evertons as well, and the Brightons, and the um, all, all those teams... It only takes a few of the component parts yeah. to go wrong, not necessarily through any force of anyone, just through circumstance. Yeah. So Leicester, for example, I think they were running the club well, but a few bits have gone wrong. is getting a bit older. A couple of people got injured. Somebody wanted to go and they got sold. The Fafana then goes... They've to got, the got the a few out of contract strike. in
1: the summer as well, next yeah. summer.
0: And suddenly, suddenly you've got, not, not a crisis, but you've yeah. got a a bit of an issue and, and actually because they've started so badly it is a bit of a crisis yeah. actually at Leicester um, yeah. they genuinely could go down it can spiral downwards
1: Villa is another one I, I don't think have done that well they find they Diego Carlos on paper they're very good signing but obviously got injured yeah. quite badly quite quickly well, yeah I mean that's unlucky yeah, that's that unlucky. is unlucky yeah. um, but then Coutinho yeah. does a team of Villa's level really need a player of Coutinho's ability is he going to help them is he going to work that hard for them it's one and of those the, signings that sounds it's a like a a luxury signing and yeah. Yeah. when you've got Buendia already do you really need obviously yeah. is a lot better than Buendia I mean, but again, you can't pay them injured, both together he gets injured, yeah. that's a
0: lot of wages Camaro get on door. paper
1: was a really good sign but yeah. hasn't really settled yet you know it's, they've, they've not really well I mean their match day income
0: um, is that any is that much more than Brighton's they get they get what several thousand more they probably get more
1: more opacity but do they get more corporate because I, don't think, I, don't, I think don't think it's as nice probably corporate oh. wise as ours oh. But, yeah, so they're another one, I think. Obviously, Bournemouth ain't a big losers because I don't think they've got anywhere near the players they want to... They needed... It's beautiful, uh, but true, yeah. yeah. I think... I, I think on uh, purely on transfer window, we're one of the big losers. Yeah. Whether that... Then, you know, we've obviously got the players, hopefully, that we think can yeah. replace that internally. But in terms of just the transfer window, yeah. we've replaced Kukurea with Ostupion and we've not replaced Fissouma or or uh, Mopay. So, yeah. in effect, we are a big loser on transfer window. Now hopefully they, they believe that, you know, Undav can replace Mopay, well, you know, delay because they don't mm. seem to yesterday, and, you know, Cusada obviously came in for Bissouma, but Cusada was there with Bissouma last season. So, yeah. you know, on paper, we have we. A, 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 I think Chelsea have, have had a bad transfer window, considering how much money they've spent, they've not strengthened that much. Mm. Sterling's a great signing, Kukure was significantly overpriced for what he was. Mm. Um, Koulibaly doesn't address the lack of pace that their defence has yeah Fafana will do will do well and will we'll be a good signing but he's not worth £75 million no not quite
0: no, no not, not exactly so it's it's, a lot of
1: money yeah and Everton and they also have lost out because they basically replaced uh, Richarlison with Mope so yeah <laughs> I mean yeah. that's really not a good not a good
0: Everton, Everton are a team I think uh, well you talk about the transfer window and about prospects for predication I think they've got some serious problems there I think Lampard they'll be for a certain period I think they'll be badly during that period and then they'll look to change and I'm not sure who they're going to get in because if they're then that far down with, with not a very good transfer window not a very good squad they're they going into a spiral there.
1: And at what point do you start uh, looking at? Well, the,
0: better than Forest? At what point do like you start looking at the club,
1: really? and rather than the player, the, the, player, the rather manager as well? Yeah. At the what point do you the, say we've been through so many managers? The name's I'm, just a name. I'm, isn't I'm, it? I'm not a big fan of Lampard. I'm not particularly advocating him. But hmm. at what point do you look at him and say something's wrong with this club? It's not about the manager.
0: And that is the problem yeah, is same with Man United; uh, they've I brought in a very good manager a very good coach he'll, he'll do well you'd rather bring him in after you've got all your ducks in order behind the scenes and that's the problem I don't think those clubs are well run I think Brentford are well run I think Rother are well run Peterborough, Brighton Fulham probably are Liverpool are um, Arsenal are probably getting that way there's a number of clubs up and down the country who are well run forest is a bit of a head case you can't really tell because there's so much going on there well they wanted but to
1: chairman out a year or two ago didn't they so yeah, I don't you, think they are that well run if you look at the clubs
0: who are not well run the first names you think of are Everton and Man United for me yeah. immediately I think those two clubs Chelsea to a degree maybe but not, that's more to, well, to do with I, I think in
1: fairness the, the guys just come in Chelsea it yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 well, so what do you reckon yes. about Anthony Manu? Well again
0: they're paying right through the nose for a top quality ready made player, the risk premium thing we talked about before. Fine, that's fine, they have their big six club do that. But is there a cohesive policy here?
1: Also there is Would a risk. fit
0: in with who else they've
1: got. There is a risk as well.
0: Well There's you don't know in
1: Holland where we know that players doing very well in Holland and they raised for example.
0: I'm yeah. not comparing
1: the two. To, <laughs> well, I'm not even sure he did that well in <laughs> Holland, did he? I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. think he did that, that. But yeah, <laughs> the hand <home laughs> was top scoring at Rodevite. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: And we, we got him for 17 million and it was nowhere near good value. They're spending 80 million pounds on it, him. Yeah. It's a
0: lot of money. It's a big outlay. It's a big risk. Is he really worth that? I mean, we talked about uh, Darwin Nunes was 85 million. Is he a better player than Anthony? Yes, he is, I think. Again, I but
1: again, he's only you know, he a Portuguese league. I mean,
0: that's true, but we see what we can do in the Champions League to yeah. a greater degree than, than, uh, Anthony with, with, uh, in, with this Dutch team. But, um, uh, you can see the quality there, you can see he's a good player. Admittedly, the middling clubs, the sort of, the, the sort of, fan um, players we'd signed. there is an element of worry because, you can only see them up to a certain proportion, but certain players stand out a million miles away, and Darwin Nunes is that. Anthony, I don't know, I haven't seen enough of
1: them to know, but... You know, Darwin Nunes has done really well, So I think it's like, you know, it's open for five of the fittest, and... Uh...
0: <laughs>
1: you had to do it, didn't you? You couldn't resist. <laughs> and he got through that, so, you know. <laughs> I thought we'd evolved from this, Peter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but clearly not. <laughs> uh, are you Peter Beagle? <laughs> Just got to throw that in as well. Yeah. Uh, Peter Beagle, he was an ex-prime player. Now, Isn't no, I, think, I think he played for Northern, yeah. much, didn't he? I oh, do no, sure. Anyway, there we go. Digression time. So, any further words on the transfer market? Are, 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 any other interesting signings further down as well? There's been some. I think, yeah. Who uh, I really who, like, Oscar Espin. Esk- 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 uh, Look out
1: for him. I think <laughs> the fifth one if they if they get through tomorrow. Would be what for oh, yeah. keeping Far and Yao yeah, Pedro? Yeah. If they, if they keep those two, they're heavily linked. Yeah. But so they've not words. signed anyone yet, so yeah. if they can keep those two. Mm. Burnley? Burnley have started signing players. Of fourteen, origins,
0: like haven't they? that. they've got some
1: black players in their team as well. they have signed fourteen like, players, yeah, yeah, crazy like that. If like, they, they've got some interesting names there. you so, obviously, like the few players from City on loan slash well, yeah. permanently who's to play for City, and ones who it linked were all yeah. previous Andelek players. And Company has got yeah, he's got an interesting team and. Mm. They won 5-1 at Wigan the weekend, yeah. so it could be an interesting... I had an interview with the...
0: I um, think his name's Richard Hughes. He's, uh, I think he's the sporting director at Forest Green Rovers. Did an interview on Not The Top 20 podcast, and that was interesting too, because he was talking about losing his best three players. You could say, a bit like Brighton. Uh, speculated on it pretty much happened But mm. were saying well those three players one, two of them were released from clubs in non-league and one of them was released from a club above them I think Bolton or somewhere and they became the best three players of Forest Green Rovers but only by joining them and being developed by them so you can look at uh, how well clubs have run I think Forest Green Rovers are yeah. very well run they're doing what Brian well, are doing is, trying to develop players this is what I've said I've for
1: a while like we talk about like and I, I don't necessarily agree with the not necessarily bringing in... We should have brought two or three more in this summer. And if yeah. we don't, in the end, I'll be disappointed. Yeah. But... The only way play teams like Brighton attract players like Ukoreya is by right. selling players like Ukoreya. Yeah, you know, there's no other way. If we keep hold of everyone until their contract runs out or whatever, don't get pissed off. Though. Then yeah. exactly, then the anyway, other players right. do not come. Yeah. yeah I mean, so it's the sense. only way that people teams like Brighton, again, can sign and sign, <laughs> and sign <laughs> players like Ukoreya is to do to, to bring these players in. Where I don't agree is that we've not strengthened. As a result, we've we've taken our seventy million. At the moment, we're sat on it and we've not spent it. You know, we've we spent fifty million on a stupid on, but other than that, we've not increased thirty million on the first team. And yeah. doesn't seem anywhere near the first team at the moment yeah. in his position, considering he's on a bench. But because out and Matizo. yeah, he's yeah, I, I don't think he I don't regard him as a first team addition this summer. Um, so or not? You know, I, I would bet it
0: honestly. I would bet him. I, I think he, he impressed me. Of Forest Green Rovers, yes, it's I know it's Forest Green Rovers, but you know he, he looks well. right up for it. He, he's linking up plays, full of energy, he's chasey. He's got a subtle touch to him as well. He can he, he can uh, he can really turn it on. And I, I think he's I give him a free reign in certain games. Yeah, bring him on as a sub. 20 minutes from the end of the game on Sunday for example bring him on in the league cup at Arsenal
1: bring him on in the FA Cup third round whoever that is keep him in the squad through yeah, the but I'm not I'm saying we can't you know we've lost two and a half really yeah. key first team players and we replaced him, we probably won. And oh, I have don't we, think... Have we? Think that,
0: maybe he yeah. could be the answer this season. All right, we don't know yet. He isn't the answer know.
1: at the moment, as far as Posse is concerned, yeah. clearly. Yeah. has seen him in, in pre-season, and I, and I fully advocate the policy of selling players, I don't even mind selling more than one player on a summer. My issue is that we don't then go and spend some of that money, and we haven't really spent... we spent about £30 million this summer, and got about £100 As long as we have got a that's worth it, not yeah. just for the sake of it. No, I'm not saying for the sake of it. Yeah. No, before anyone kind of comments on that I'm not saying a 20 gold striker (laughs) uh, but I do think we need to invest more in the first team as we go forward if we're going to we can't just take and I also don't think and it also frustrates me we're down to deadline day again and we oh, need two players no. it's so frustrating it's I like, love the
0: notion that year on year we've it, we bloody year, with 15 days to go and it's all done yeah but we never
1: happens and we've just sat I'm cigars and had a great start season I've taken 10 points in those five games I wouldn't expect it to be the 10 points the way it was. should be 12. Yeah. Closer. should have been 12. could have been thirteen as well. I think we could have got a draw last night, really. Yeah. If All right,
0: 13 out of 15. But no. we, yeah,
1: it's, it's just, we haven't done, yeah, we. I, I would have expected us, if we'd got that much money in, to have done more business by before deadline day, and it's frustrating not to have done it. And if we just signed Gilmore tomorrow, I'll have the same view, because he isn't, Going to improve our first team this minute. It's
0: yeah. not going to address the issues, immediate issues. Yeah. Happy to yeah. have him because unless it, he suddenly becomes a, a new daddy Welbeck.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so, it's, so it's I think he's a plan for, plan for plan they're place, going and that's fine. in do a year, anyway. and he'll get in and he'll do okay. If yeah. we yeah. have a few injuries, do, he'll do fine. Do that independently do that. of anything else, but, but do the other stuff we need. Yeah, to do yeah. we a need a striker. We arguably need yeah. more defence, but I don't. I've given up on that now. And we are need a second, slash third goalkeeper as well.
0: Peter, we're going to reconvene for a brief follow-up a brief see,
1: briefing to see
0: <laughs> it might be very
1: brief <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> to see how we've done between now well and maybe maybe, maybe it'll be
1: like ten o'clock there'll be a kind of uh they will be kind of like, don't go to bed yet, and they'll be like, Well we re-signed Dean Hammond at like eleven o'clock oh,
0: or something. As long as we have to re-sign Kenny Agastin, uh we're right with
1: it. Yeah. He probably won't be any less mobile than he was when he played for us, to be fair. Yeah, it's, it's like Glenn Murray yeah. like Glenn Murray. He hasn't lost none of his face. Honest, at this stage I probably think selling Glenn Murray, to be honest. Yeah. He probably he probably still knows where the goal it is. Exactly, just
0: plonk him up there. Yeah. It's, you know, when when they've got a low low block and they're just piling back, plonk him in the box. Yeah. Three or four players around him, he could still see. He could do a good job. I reckon yeah Yeah. and I love the way he says we a lot during the punditry stuff have you noticed that I like that I like that anyway Pete so that's it for now we'll reconvene after the deadline with all our signings with all our signings it might take quite a long time to list them all I'm sure Uh, and which clubs they got on loan to we'll also do our little our little preview of the Leicester game from Sunday which is now on TV at 2 o'clock on Sky I think it is Um, I'm also hoping that we'll be having a chat with our Leicester mates from Leicester till I die who uh, will give us, uh, I'm sure, his views on Leicester and their stunning yeah, start to the season. season. I'm sure they're very impressed. I, w- I
1: wouldn't mock their start to the season quite yet.
0: No, not yet. No, no. If they beat us and, oh, uh, yes, yeah, so it'll all go wrong from
1: there. So for now, We're always really good against teams that haven't won yet.
0: <laughs> from, for, from now, from the Gladstone, because we've got far more drinks to consume, haven't we? And we need to crack on. We've been going very slowly today, by the way. No, just, well. um, we're going to sign out for now. So, Peter? Stand off all Up the Albion. And so, to part two of this delicious podcast that is a transfer special and a Leicester preview podcast. We could almost argue it's a bit of a actually special because we're going to the word and game away It's St Albans today. It's Saturday afternoon. Welcome to the Farmers Boy Pub. Yeah, we moved We've moved pubs. We've moved pubs <laughs> since the last bit.
1: <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> well, I don't think we'd be able we to stand just up, just up after off the last walking <laughs> uh, on Wednesday night, whatever, and then uh, hmm. we're here now finally.
0: Yep, yeah, I'm having a nice bit of um, poly, what's it called, interior motion or something?
1: Something like that. Internal motion. Interior maybe. design. <laughs> <laughs> and what are you on, Peter? I'm on uh, a, a, a cast beer, which I can't remember the name of, because even I just put it on untapped. Hmm. Um, but, hope you found a good day out, non-league day out.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, that's fine, I
1: think it's fine. Uh, my, so, my, I'm drinking Heart Drones by the Pentrich Brewing Brewing Company. Nice. Is that good? It's nice, yeah, very nice yeah, Gave it a, a, a solid four on uh, Untapped Solid four? Yeah beer, beer number 1,237 On <laughs> <laughs> well, Untapped, lovely yeah. You don't drink much, do you Peter? No, that's just from yesterday as well, well To be fair, that is a glowing
0: recommendation for 4.0 Yeah, I'm enjoying know. it, it's very nice Is it a 4.0 percentage as well?
1: Oh, pretty much, yeah which is, uh... <laughs> Well,
0: this is a pleasant bar We're at a, well, a pub, I should say a Traditional pub We're in the beer garden uh, It's the Farmer's Boy St Albans Been ignored by a cat Feel ignored by a cat. Apart from that, we're the only people here, so we can freely be abusive if we wanted to, but we won't do that. Screw you. <laughs> um, what we're here to discuss in this part, before we go on to our Leicester preview in part three, uh, which I recorded yesterday, confusingly, um, with Chris, the Leicester till I die podcaster, is the transfer window. So we were on the run up to the final, uh, final hours of it when we last spoke. It has now closed. We have made a signing, one that we were rumoured to be in for. Uh, but we didn't make any striker or defensive signings, which a lot of people are unhappy about. Um, that signing that did happen, of course, we all now know, is Billy Gilmore, who I think is a, a really good fit for the Albion. Um, it's a good fit for what Graham's probably trying to do this season as well, because I think from his interview in The, in the Athletic with Andy Naylor, it seems that he's looking to utilise and make more flexible the midfielders we've got. So, mm. have a and, uh, and... um Casado is a double pivot, as they said in the article, or alternatively, you could put Billy Gilmore in, you can play McAllister first. I think we're seeing the Tinnock in me also think possible. probably
1: it's a, a look ahead. We've got him and Kozlowski lined up for when, hmm. at some point, probably next summer, Costafredo goes as well.
0: Yeah, I do think that, that Gimel will feature. That's not a yeah, reasonable. I,
1: I, think, I right. think he will feature this year, hmm. especially if I mean, people are saying after World Cup maybe when people are coming, people are, if some teams have gone yeah. deep, mcallister has been with Argentina deep, you know, for a while, maybe he'll get the Christmas games more, and yeah. I think he'll get plenty of game time. It's more that yeah, I think he's also. You know, kind of, And he obviously had a bit of a... Uh, We've got him partly because Tuchel doesn't really rate him, clearly. He doesn't really rate any big young players much, except for the obvious ones like James and Mount, who are like, far, too, you know, far too good to be ignored. And also because he had a bit of a poor spell at Norwich, and there were loads of Norwich fans abusing him online, saying, like, you know, well, uh, you know, good luck, Brighton, he's terrible. But actually, I think the difference is that we have a very good team around him, whereas yeah. Norwich were useless last year.
0: Exactly, yeah. I mean, that's not to be disrespectful to them too much but they were terrible I mean it, they it, were
1: it is it's not strictly it's accurate no, they were just, terrible yeah. and he was used to playing around Chelsea's players yeah. and obviously, we haven't got Chelsea's players but we've got a lot nearer Chelsea's players and a lot nearer playing yeah, style exactly. than Norwich had
0: and he's going to get uh,
1: especially once well, Smith came in and played a bit more direct as well I think he played quite the same passing yeah. game as Farquhar
0: he'll play as many games as he did for Norwich he played 24 yeah. games last season I'm sure he'll, he'll get that much if you include sub appearances yeah. um, the deal according to I Andy mean, Naylor, the deal is 7.5 million up front uh, There are 2.5 million In add-ons potentially So it's a deal that could go up to 10 million But apparently 1.5 million of those 2.5 million Are much more achievable Whatever that means So it's, it's likely to be a definite 9 And a million if we goes to the moon If we goes to the moon Or the Champions League You know that position we're in at the moment in the table Then um, maybe it's on that basis Or qualifying for Europe or something I don't know But um, let's say 9 maybe 10 So I, I Either guess,
1: way, so I'm it's ten. Well, if it's ten, we'll have probably done something ridiculous that was.
0: Given his age, early twenties, it, it's a no-brainer. Lots of talent, yeah, it's a great time He's,
1: he's got experience in the experience of Premier League as well. Yeah. He's played quite a few games in the league, which most of the players that you get for that sort of value are yeah. that sort of. I mean, I'm amazed Chelsea, considering you know how much, exactly how much money we've made this summer in a lot of ways because they yeah. they gave us a lot of it. I'm, I'm stunned they've let him go that cheaply. Yeah.
0: I, I am a it player. sounds like
1: you're more basically refused yeah. to go out on loan again yeah. and insisted on a permanent deal uh-huh. and, and I mean I don't think there's many teams if any in the Premier League that will be a better fit for him in terms of getting games yeah. and having the right style and being a decent team and quality players around him yeah. I think probably he couldn't have chosen a better team to come to and it goes without saying but just in case
0: anyone doesn't know Colwell's on loan from Chelsea yeah. so we can't have another loan so even if we wanted to yeah. pacify Chelsea by doing but he, that he first, didn't want to anyway he, do that anyway he didn't yet. want to or even a loan to buy because it, it, it sounds like the, the
1: the board at Chelsea wanted to keep him and wanted to at least sort of have him around, but mm. um, yeah, two short of after Southampton where he had no other options when when he was sitting on a bench. So I mean that that surely kind of pretty much signed. I, I don't necessarily think Tuchel actually a long term future Chelsea have spent a lot of money and I don't think they've spent it very well yeah. this summer as we said I think on the original the previous part of this pod yeah. I don't think Chelsea has spent well I don't think United mm-hmm. has spent particularly well either yeah. They just sort of def- they, they, it, it strikes me a strategy of like just throwing money at it rather than actually having we're the exact opposite we have a plan and a very much yeah. but I, I do still think we should have sent a striker and I know there'll be people out there who say trust the club and do that sort of thing but the club clearly wants the striker
0: yeah yeah, they yes, did want one They were looking for one so um, the, the deals are notoriously hard To get over the line For the right kind of striker yeah. At the right price As speaking, we speak In We'll face any Robertson
1: In the, uh, you yeah. know, North, in the um, North London derby No, in the In <laughs> the <Jersey> side <laughs> derby said That was a quick move yeah. um, um, uh, Question mark Would he have helped at midweek Given they don't seem to think Undav is ready for whatever reason, I think he probably would have done. He'd have been a better option out front. The, that false nine is not working. It, it worked oh, right. once at Liverpool, and we seem to have stuck with it since. And it's never worked. It didn't work at Villa. Didn't work home to Newcastle last year. Yeah. Didn't work at home to Leeds. But at home to Leeds, he pay miss last year. Yeah. Didn't work. Well not, this, no, not this, home to Leeds. Sorry. Didn't. It didn't work midweek as well. And
0: is this Grand Potter's Achilles' heel kind of persisting beyond? The, the reasonable time with that or is it a case that he knows there's something in there that can work and has I, to I think if it, it, yeah. if it
1: is going to work out he needs to sit the pace up, up on the pitch they need to have Lamptey and Mitoma, Mitoma. Yeah, Mitoma. They, they basically need to have both of them on the pitch mm. rather than bringing him on where we're all behind and the other team is sitting mm. back yeah. that's the only way it can really work stick homer up the pitch because he's our quickest player up front have Lampty on the maybe on the pitch and yeah. the start as well that's how it you need without a physical presence up front really you need pace and Trossard is a good player but he's not that quick hmm. he, he, he's very tricky and he beats players through trickery but he's not going to get in and around the back as regularly I don't think which is what you need as a false line yeah I think so uh, yeah I mean and I, definitely not that, fit. That's yeah, that quick
0: the only thing I'm not sure about is to what degree it's true that he doesn't trust dab It might be that he's uh, hes quite notoriously slow in integrating players, isn't he, at first. He, he's happy to bring in whoever, including young players, but they don't come in very quickly to the squad. So I'm, I think it's more a case of their... But, but they're either way, he's
1: not happy to play him. He wasn't happy to start him in week.
0: Yeah, but he has, he's mentioned the fact that there's 13 games or whatever it is until the window reopens. And I think... Um,
1: Except I'd argue there's 14, because they definitely won't be able to sign someone and play them at Everton away as well yeah, in yeah. January and I don't know if that includes so uh, and also that's assuming we sign someone we never I mean mm. we've had discussions on the WhatsApp group about this how often do we sign someone in January and then bring them straight into the team
0: not often There's There are one
1: aren't. or two isn't there um, I think we signed the, in the, past. the references were going back to like Knockar and the Stevens yeah. obviously did that sort of thing. But I mean, LaCardia didn't start off in the team initially. Right. You had quite one injured. Didn't. didn't play until after the. Did Moore come in Jan as well? No, he was, a, he was a summer signing. Just oh, yeah, first yeah. summer. Yeah. There's there's very few yeah. signings we made in January who come straight into the team. Yeah,
0: but but what, what, my point was going to be is that I think he he might take he he might not be confident with him for three or four games or two or three games and then he'll start to play him on a quite regular basis assuming he plays alright I, I just I know yeah. he's a different kind of striker, a different well, striker but we've got different
1: strategies in games yeah. sometimes so he might be it depends on what we set up the, the, the good news assuming Welbeck yeah. stays fit is there is only one midweekend between yeah. now and Christmas Yeah, that's that's a positive because obviously the problem seemed to be that Welbeck yeah. doesn't recover quite quickly yeah. enough
0: the other thing for the midweek interview that Potter's done with the Athletic is, is, is quoting he, he was saying it's a good signing for us It's going to be good, good for him as well Billy, Billy Gilmore yeah. And he's going to get integrated And he's going to get, He's going to learn more and more about us We're going to learn more and more about him As it goes on Which is an obvious statement But that seems to imply It's an integration process oh, yeah. So I think with Undav And with Ferguson In terms of the first team And in terms of Mit- Mitama To a certain degree And Colwell And you know, anyone else That comes into the equation They're going to be integrated slowly So I, I do think we probably will see Undav with confidence, we'll, in have, terms to from we'll have to now,
1: won't we? Yeah. Cause well, we we'll have to,
0: but I think I think that might have always been the plan, unless we have got somebody who we really wanted, and we didn't have, get someone who we really wanted. Yeah. So
1: I think he was he was happy to go with what we've got. Gilmore, so I think we, he has got confidence. Gilmore so will though. be integrated because there's lots of cover there. Hmm. There are options. Most people could come in in that position. I think he'll be fine if he comes into a different actually He's supposed yeah. to be Alzate's loan seems yeah. to be off, so he might be able to come in, yeah. in, in. You know, whereas up front we needed a striker on on Tuesday. Yeah.
0: And we didn't have one. Uh, yeah, no, I, I agree with you. And the fact he didn't play him now has made people say, look, he doesn't, obviously doesn't trust him.
1: But also, and that's become, that as well it's my, my, yeah, my thinking.
0: I mean, I, no, but yeah, that, that's become a settled narrative to everyone. And it might be true, and it's, a, it's an easy conclusion to jump to, and it might be deadly accurate. But I don't think we have necessarily know that's definitely the case. I think it's more a matter of he's going he, he's got a two- or three-week betting in process from this point that, that he's looking at, that Graham's looking at, to get him in. Mm. I'm not sure he doesn't trust him. I think that's becoming a bit too locked in as a narrative that isn't necessarily the case.
1: Well, maybe more that he isn't the, sort, the, the type of striker you need in that position that Welbeck's no, that, that's
0: No, that's the issue, yeah. isn't it? It's the battle of replacement Which we needed Welbeck, yeah.
1: yeah. As and when needed, yeah. Um, we have got yeah. other ways of playing, of course.
0: We could play with someone like Trossard and have overlapping... But, but is whatever we, else
1: when mean. we went, when we played with trust the other day, we became very one-dimensional again, and very kind of, you know, kind of we, yeah. we sat outside, and I, I got kind a comment from one of our listeners about the fact that I was saying about us that, yeah, you know, say the formation changed, it wasn't the point about the formation. The point is about the way we play. Was we played very much in front of yeah. them when we did it. We didn't play the ball early to well to a, yeah. a to a figurehead. We didn't attack really with pace when we got the ball either. Yeah. We just did our old way of playing, which was. Very very slow build up, very very build up, you know. And we didn't have the player in a box, that didn't get the ball in. Well, that was
0: good as when we ponderous, and I'm not sure that was the game plan. I think it was just no, no. we're also used to playing that.
1: But I think it's it's, a, it's what happens when we play that. System, yeah, it wasn't. A, no, I'm not saying it was their game plan, but we didn't have the option of going long to Wellbeck.
0: Yeah, and it does restrict us. Yeah, it's it's a conundrum. But I do think we'll largely get through uh, certainly till January without too much fuss. Obviously touch words though at the table yeah, was exactly, that we yes. don't get a key injury. A and really that, key injury. Yeah. Which of course we're talking about well, here. well we
1: spoke the other day about two players really that we can't mm. replace in that team very easily. Yeah. Sanchez and Wellbeck the yeah, two. Yeah. Who would have been a big drop if we if they got yeah. injured.
0: Yeah. Well we'll see. Um obviously I'm chatting to Chris uh for him from Lester's Our Dime Part three, but uh as far as you're concerned, Billy Gilmore uh, this weekend the game on Sunday I doubt he'll play in I, I don't, I he might Graham, be on the bench Graham's slow with getting
1: them in isn't he he might be on the bench but I, I, yeah. I, I think probably may well miss out and well, to, It and, and he probably won't play it, it may depend on Alsace the if they land in an Alsace loan move oh. somewhere else Like apparently got a few more days for overseas, the season yeah. then it might be that Gilmore will play him on the bench if they're not then I think I Alsace might take the place of the bench this weekend and then yeah. Gilmore next weekend
0: and then Gilmore comes off the bench or comes into the team
1: um, for the next game maybe yeah, it's Bournemouth just, it's, Bournemouth might suit it's, it's it. a real shame that we don't have the League Cup earlier yeah. so. I don't know why they've moved that, that really place. it yeah. does seem odd that they've moved the third round from September to November yeah, I don't understand the logic of that but yeah, anyway
0: but, um, one thing that seems to be a trait of Billy Gilmore is to play really well in receiving the ball and distributing it in tight spaces yeah. he's really good in that kind of the Barcelona style of play, if you, if you like, uh, the, um, losses now. Who's the sick note at, um, Arsenal in, in the past? Wilshire Um, that kind of a player, in, in a sense, he can receive the ball in tight areas. Bournemouth feels like a small pitch, I don't know yeah. if it is, but, um, it might suit in that kind of a game. A game that's got less challenge yeah. than others, um, might but just be what we need.
1: And, and, I mean, if you look at, you know, Norwich last year, they probably weren't offering him the chance, the outball for yeah. that. Yeah. Players weren't as good, so they were not offering the outfall for that sort of situation. Whereas yeah, so our players, hopefully, will have the noise, you know, the quality, in the well. That's the
0: romantic music players <laughs> in the background of this pub, Peter. We've got to move on to some other move music. Um, the the overall kind of picture of the transfer window. We listed all the, all the names. Essentially, twenty seven bits of business were done by the Albion, so it was a pretty busy window. Twenty two of those were outgoings, fifteen of which were youth related loans of one sort or another and or permanent, sorry, permanent moves in the case of Zach Emerson for example um, and um, only five came in I think we've gone back out on loan of course uh, we know about Gilmore, Colwell. uh who else do we get in this?
1: Uh,
0: estupion. Estupion. Yeah. estupion 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 <laughs> Estupion Estupion there we go that sounded offensive uh, and uh, who have I missed off somebody as well there's a fifth one um I can't remember now, but uh, maybe like a smaller signing. Who knows? But anyway, but, oh,
1: well, and Keith though,
0: in Keith Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, that was the. Stick. It's again because a lot of the business was done at the beginning yeah. of the window. That's that. This is the young one. and Cezo is another a guy who could be an interesting prospect. He, he could play wide. He was playing essentially wide attacking right in the Forest Green game, and um, to good effect. Some good link-up play with Lamptey and, uh, and, and the, the central players as well. Pacey, hungry Lots of appetite for the ball and lots of movement.
1: Make me hungry if you keep about
0: hungry and (laughs) and appetite. And uh, if only he played alone, loan in No, uh, he's uh, he looks an exciting prospect. I think he could be a mobile front line as
1: well. It's interesting they kept him because the suggestion was initially that he was going to go out alone, but he's Mm. yeah, kind of they, they kept him and. I
0: think we're going to see him up front at some point in the not too distant future depends what the thoughts are on Undev Um, if Undev's starting maybe he plays as well wider I could see him coming into the equation possibly especially as we might need to rotate players in the next phase of busy games yeah but there we go Uh, any other thoughts on the window Um, obviously Forrest got up to I think it was 21 players they were trying to get Batshuayi the latest team to try and loan him who's flopped pretty much everywhere he's been loaned to from Chelsea. He
1: literally flopped when Lanty breathed near him. Yes,
0: yeah. Um, They tried to get that over the line. For some reason, it didn't happen. Um, If they'd have got that over the line, they could have had an 11-a-side match between two Forest teams made up entirely of new signings. Insane, isn't it? Incredible.
1: I don't think that's ever been done before, is it? No, I don't think it has. Twenty-one new signings. Even Mickey Adams, their first season, we didn't manage to get their place Yeah, there.
0: two. I think two or three of them actually have gone out on loan. Surprise, surprise, to Olympiakos, yeah. which he's got. It's one of them they fine
1: from Blackpool alone. i trying to PR cost in next I thought that was obvious transfer yeah Bowler isn't it Paul oh, yeah. Fowler. Um, he's a
0: really good attacking uh, winger for uh, and goal scoring winger for, for Blackpool shame they couldn't have loaned him back to Blackpool to keep this development going standard would be similar to Greek division I would imagine I know Olympiacos are a big team but they're not playing yeah. big teams every week but obviously there's a reason he's done that because of his connections there but shame for Blackpool because he's not had much time this season and I think he only broke on the scene second half of last year but there we go you mentioned how's and the fact that that's um, if the, there's some deals could be still done certain places across the globe
1: including Belgium
0: including Belgium interestingly yeah he didn't go to West Brom. Apparently him and Onama from Fulham were supposed to be going. And Omar was lined up earlier in the day. And it appears that West Brom are trying to partly blame us for having our resources stretched by dealing with the, the Gilmore deal. And we're partly to blame, they think, or seem to allude to. Whereas it seems to be the case, they're mainly to blame. There seems to be a lot of inefficiency, paperwork arriving very late or being dealt with very late. But I
1: think there, I think there, was, there is an argument that sort of sound a bit that's... There was an issue around the fact that we we, we wouldn't let him go till, officially until Gilmore went.
0: Yeah, it's probably more that, oh, isn't it, rather than resources. It's actually yeah. about the but, timing. And I think the,
1: Chelsea were reluctant, so that set the ball. In yeah, green. and yeah. The, and I think that's the part of the problem. It's a shame because they been in a good move for that. He's not going to get pretty much first team yeah. football. Yeah, I, yeah, it's a shame. Kyle so I think he's a really good player. And when he you, know, you never let us down when he comes in. No, I he like seems to fun. have been
0: uh, great goal against Forest Green as well. And he, for that goal against Liverpool, of course, season or so ago, a couple of seasons ago, and. um in general he's, he's had some really good games he's man and natural for a screen game I thought mm. um, but yeah didn't go over the line so a bit of a mess there I hope that's not going to damage him psychologically or too much in terms of game time hopefully he can still get some games we can play a lot of average players in the twenty threes as well, so we can. Least, it's not. It's not. I know, so but at
1: least so right. keep him
0: match fit. I kind mean, mean, of hope it. they to USG if they, they need him. Yeah, I mean that, that's the obvious thing to do. Yeah. Inter
1: Milan to there or somewhere else. We've only got one loan at USG. We're well down on our average. That's
0: uh, yes, exactly, average yeah. level. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you well, thought
1: you'd you do pretty well in the Belgian league, yeah. even if they just loaned yeah. it till Christmas, and then hopefully loaned to a championship team yeah. second after the season, like West Brom, if they come back in or something like that. That seems like an obvious solution, and then
0: yeah, okay, yeah,
1: assuming USG need him.
0: Peter, on that note, we'll probably wrap it up on this section as we're chatting away in the pub. We may catch a little bit more audio later on today, depending if we run into any one significant of worthing as we did on one of the previous games, Adam Hinchelwood, or someone like that. So, so stay tuned for that, potentially. But if not, part three will be the final part, which would be uh, the Leicester Till I Die interview. So that's coming up certainly at some point soon, possibly after you finish listening to this sentence. Peter! We're at the game, Worthing, away at St. Scored an absolute screamer, the man with the big hair. I did, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Sideshow Bob scored a brilliant goal. Then they got a penalty within about, what, a couple of minutes. I said, if he goes to the right and he saves it, that'll be it. And he did, and they did. And here we are, five more minutes later, looking like a 1-0 win, hopefully. Three away wins. Three home draws. A thro- what a pattern.
1: Three or four, like Well, four today, yeah. if it happens.
0: We've just it's got to see. Like, for the last well, couple they very minutes.
1: Albion-like, they they attack in a certain way that it's more suited to away game. Do you can understand why they're like that? Yeah.
0: Absolutely. And in- we're for the last seconds of the game, so we'll stay with it. So Norwood's on the ball in their own half. Long Dyer going nowhere and sideshow Bob's cleared it. <laughs> we've got to find out who that is we were talking about uh, from an Albion point of view
1: we're too. talking
0: from an Albion point of view Kane Wills former yeah. Albion youth player he's I don't know goal, where he's been kick. In, the,
1: in the meantime goal, goal, goal,
0: goal. I don't know where he's been in the meantime but he's he's looking classy isn't he he did a he, a he, bald, he uh, looks very like Aaron Moy, but he's, and he also plays like him well. he looks very good on
1: the ball yeah very good on the ball I've been very impressionworthy today they've the so have not really had any chances Worthing have not created a lot but they've had to bottle up the ball Did and you
0: they've... say St. Orbs? St. Albans <laughs> yeah. Oh I like St. Orbs just to preview why not, why not? <laughs> Worves it's, it's been a fairly even game is not it overall yeah.
1: But probably Worthing have more of the possession more of the quality and that sort of yeah. thing so. If anyone but deserves it it's not nice. had a yeah it's been a lot of no, across, the, across the box and uh, yeah but what a goal it was I mean it's a goal that deserves it in any game If that was our match today that would be like about for weeks to was that just outside the area? Yeah, it was hit with fizz and when we were right behind it. It swerved away from the keeper. It was brilliant, it was brilliant. It was genuinely. It literally no, came directly towards us, didn't it? Yeah, absolutely. No, no, no keeper have saved that. It was a brilliant goal. Champions excited. Goal deserves to win any game. Exactly. Yeah. Can I also just <laughs> mention
0: that <laughs> Peter, your dad handballed it blatantly uh, during the second half as well. I
1: think
2: that was first half, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I think
0: that was second, that was oh, second. second half, wasn't it? <laughs> of intercepted. Another right of intercepted. Oh, no. They're on the attack. Oh my god, the skill! Unbelievable. Who was that? Number sixteen. Brilliant skill. In the end, he's given the ball away for
1: throwing. Right But he did a. a, 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 he did a step that over a right. lollipop. I
0: don't know what it was called. It was Blow
1: brilliant. Your whistle, Blow your That's it, ref. Here we go.
0: Brace yourselves, everybody. The referee is about to blow his whistle. Yay! What a win. Good team to all of yeah. too. Great win
1: for Werning. Superb. Superb.
0: I don't know if uh, Peter... Peter Starr... David, do you want to have a... I've oh, No,
2: good win. Well done.
0: Give us <laughs> a win well done. I think he's nailed it, really. What a win. Here we go. Drink in the atmosphere, everyone. We're the way. We're
2: We're the way. we
1: I've not heard this since. i this <laughs> the mighty German. Well, <laughs> We're
0: the world ends, the mighty worthy, we always win away. in all this. Brilliant ending, fantastic goal, and a brilliant penalty save, well, from a goalkeeper point of view. A, boy, a decent I
1: think. Penalty
0: uh, I think it was a poor penalty. It was a poor was penalty, a poor penalty for from a scoring point of view. for a good day out there, a 1-0 win, an excellent win away from home for Worthing at St Albans and a penalty save in there to boot as well, Um, in terms of um, their form, well they keep drawing the home games and winning the away games, I think if they keep doing that they'll still be in the playoff mix at the very least, so good luck to them, that's a good way to start the weekend with the Saturday match on Sunday, uh, tomorrow, going down to the annex for the Leicester match, Uh, ahead of that game. I spoke on Friday evening to Chris Foyan from Leicester Till I Die. So let's hear what he had to say about this weekend's match. Okay, so for the final part of this episode, we are delighted to welcome back to the podcast a webcaster himself, Chris Forian, a Leicester City fan, Uh, Leicester Till I Die is the name of the pod slash webcast that he does. Hello, Chris. Good evening, Russell. How the devil are you, sir? Oh, not too bad at all, really. Not too bad. I would ask you the same. In fact, I have done off there already, but (laughs) I'm not sure you're really going to say you're in too good uh, falling at the moment. Um... For reasons why I'm sure we'll get on to in this podcast. Um, Um, Unfortunately, I think you will, yes. Yeah. Just to start off, for anyone that didn't hear the previous one where you came on before, I think it was
2: a couple of seasons ago, wasn't it now? Mm. Um, Just explain a little bit more about who you are and what you do. Yeah. Um, I started, I was born and bred in Leicester, but I now, having travelled around the country with various jobs, ended up on the south coast, um, just outside Bournemouth. So it's nice to have Bournemouth back in the division because hopefully I might be able to get a ticket to go and see Leicester. Uh, but I, I, I've been running Leicester till I die now sort of 15 years. Started out as a blog, um, morphed into a bigger blog than when uh, a couple of us merged and then it just expanded onto all different social media. And currently, um, the newest one is the YouTube channel, Leicester till I die TV. Mm-hmm
0: yeah which in fact I'm going to um subject the world to my 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 face with uh just this very evening, aren't I as, as we oh, could, f- uh,
2: fingers crossed <laughs> if, if your camera's working <laughs>
0: yeah so we'll we'll come on to that obviously later but um no that's that's great i mean fifteen years that's a hell of a stint in in the various formats um yeah. do, do you have have you found it through the years i mean it's, things have changed a lot obviously with the technology improving um
2: but it um, a bit it's, easier since I split from my wife. because (laughs) i can can pick and choose when Uh, i mean the the video channel came out through covid and i think a lot of people started doing things which is understandable you know uh and there are now many many different sort of podcasts and video casts and everything for all the clubs. let's be honest with you um And we all have our own little niches and what have you, but uh, even when I look back on my first one and I cringe, I mean, I cringe when I look at myself now, but even back then, I mean, it was like, it looked like I was doing it in a toilet, you know, it was so small. So things have moved on, but then again, money has been spent, as they say.
0: You say, "Do in the toilet." Why do you think I've got a virtual background on here, Chris?
2: <laughs> <laughs> it would have been cheaper for me to do that.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. So, welcome back to the to the pod. I mean, last just time we posed, for, me. um, well, for this podcast, anyway, was a couple of years ago, and um, obviously, we we were, were all about just staying in the division trying to get enough results to get safe as soon as possible. Meantime, you guys, I can't remember exactly where you were on the table, but you were flying pretty high. You know, you were pushing for European places of one sort or another, and I think involved in Europe as well. Um, and obviously what's happened since is I'm looking at the table, and I'm, I had to look down much further than I thought I was going to have to. Um, yeah, thank
2: you. Thank you. Yeah,
0: it's, it's, I mean, it's... You can see why some of it's happened. There's, I think it's just hit a peak from what I could see. The outside looking in, hit a peak. There's certain budgetary constraints, certain turnover and churn of players, and possibly things might go stale in one way or another and then coupled with that any team can go on a run of in this case four games uh, defeats in a row i mean we did we did worse than that last season at one point yeah. when you get those runs is obviously what makes this look bad at this exact moment in time early in the season but um tell us a bit more about what because i mean that's my perspective from the outside looking in is it, um, is there a, a major concern here or is it is it more just no problem?
2: no i mean in fairness um the chairman and I was, I was speaking to, uh, other journalists, not that I'm a journalist, but I'm, I was talking to like people from the athletic and from the local paper and radio station uh, who, who, who sometimes do shows with me. And it, we are not, we're, we're in debt. Every club is in debt, but we are actually one of the, one of the top, we are one of the top five most manageable debts in European football. So we're not going to go bust tomorrow, we're not going to have to sell tomorrow, but it's all about managing your budgets. Now, last season we didn't get into Europe, but we did get to a European semi-final. So eighth place in European semi-final wasn't bad, although it was disappointing compared to where we'd been the previous two seasons. And the funny thing is, it's just come out today um, that PSG could end up having to pay UEFA 75 million euros in FFP um, uh, charges. And it's when you read and thinking, what's that doing on the Leicester page? You know, (laughs) which is on the Athletic. And when you go down, Chelsea, Manchester City, Leicester, and West Ham were among 19 clubs, also including Rangers and Barcelona, competing in Europe in 21-22, who only managed to fulfil the financial requirements due to the application of COVID-19 emergency measures. And then suddenly, it's like, you know, the sun coming out. You still think, bloody hell. And, you know, UEFA now actually have said... That uh, that their CSCB, whatever that is, I presume it's their financial arm, have asked these clubs for additional financial information and says they will mon- be monitored closely. Hmm. So we have got to watch basically what what we pay. You know, we've got very high wages. We've got, I and mean, honestly, we have got a lot of adequate players on high wages. <laughs> Probably more than the are worth. Um, excuse me, we haven't got Europe next season. And suddenly, like I say, it's starting to make a little bit of sense, you know. And we can go one of two ways. I mean, we have, I mean, they not only will sort of PSG get that, but they've also um, got to pay £10 million up front for a previous season's breaking of the COVID rules. Now, if your owners, an oil-rich tycoon and what have you, That's nothing. It's it's pocket change, let's face it. You know, he'll earn that in a couple of days with the barrels. Um, Now, unless our owner goes home tonight, digs a hole in the back garden and strikes oil, (laughs) we are not in that sort of, you know, we never have been in that sort of um, group, if you like. And, you know, that's why when we did win the league, when we were in Europe, and it was a shock because, we, you know, we're not in the same uh, competitive group, if you like. Um, so obviously they knew this was coming up this has only just come out today like I say in the Athletics so I didn't know but it is that one of those light bulb moments and I think now looking you can see why we haven't gone and and done much in the the transfer market which we probably needed and Brendan said he's needed Um, but we've also got 27 players you can only register 25 for your Premier League squad, so that's two players we've got over that at the, at the start of the window that we couldn't register, but we would have to pay fairly decent wages to. Now, obviously, Casper's gone, and, and that was, and we wish him all the best. That was he was one of the highest earners, along with Jamie Vardy. So, what, what we could do one of two things. In fairness, and you're going to re, you've regretted asking me this question now, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, <I> carry on. <laughs> but. Um, we could do what Barcelona have done. You know, they bought all these players and then they had to sort of twiddle the books to, um, to get them registered. And I think they ended up selling off a quarter or something of like their TV chat, or whatever, but they, 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 we can't do that. And the other thing we could do is we could have done what Leeds did a few years ago, which was risk getting into Europe. So spend the money, hope we get into Europe. But if we don't, Look what happened to Leeds. You know, they were selling players they'd bought like Rio Ferdinand for millions for thousands in by comparison. We couldn't afford to do that either. Yes. Um so no, we are not going to go bust, we're not in financial difficulty. We've got to be sensible though. And yeah, you know, it's funny because I said this to to one of my co-hosts the other night on the show. Wouldn't it be funny? if it proved that we were actually running the club the right way and all these other big clubs (laughs) were, you know, risking it. And the problem you've got as well, you've not only got Premier League fair play, but you've got, like we've just said, UEFA fair play. And UEFA's fair play is a lot stronger than the the Premier League. So that's why we've had to let some players go. Castle's the biggest. I mean, he only had a one year left on his contract anyway. Uh, But that was a big wage off the bill. Uh, we were able to promote from within for the goalies. We've got a third one coming in free from Cardiff. Um, and then we expected to sell Tielemans. Hmm. But Tielemans, because that's, that's how we operate. You know, we buy these players in reasonably cheap and we sell them like Maguire at a very expensive profit. Yeah, um, yeah. We don't have to, but it's how we sustain the club and carry on. Of course, nobody's come in for Tielemans this year <laughs> uh, because he's not had a very good season. So that kind of, like, buggered the plans up a little bit. And then we had all this Fafana kicking off and causing trouble in the dressing room and what have you. And Brendan's spitting his dummy out the pram because he's not allowed to spend any money. Oh, believe it or not, Brendan, part of your job is to manage not whether you have money or not, and you should be able to manage, even if you don't buy players in. Let's see how good you a coach you really are. So it has been a very uneventful but still eventful transfer window in summer, if you get that. Chris yeah, yeah. <laughs> News you at 10. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: that's, that's a lot of good detail in there, and I think that explains a lot. I know the impression I got was that they were... Um, just being sensible with finances rather than struggling to keep up um, so that is the impression i 've got i think that 's what 's been reported by general media so so that 's fair enough in terms of the uh, the, the model of um, operation uh, getting people in relatively cheap or very cheap and then selling them on for a big profit uh, sounds very familiar to us Brighton fans of course because we 've got into yeah. the loop quite deliberately of doing the same thing and yeah, um, so uh, from the top, isn't it, isn't it? Yeah, it's a it's a delicate balance. It's always going to be, isn't it? Because you've got a the recruitment's got to be good enough in the first place, uh, and you can have some luck and some bad luck, and either with injuries or players that didn't turn out to be what they really should have been. Um, you've got that to start with. Then you've got, as you said, you could have a player due to be sold around about the time you want to sell him has had a, a season out of form or whatever it is. Mm. That could be a problem, and you never know what individual players' attitudes will be like. You could do your no dickheads policy when you recruit originally. But you can still find that someone's being a dickhead when they weren't one. Oh, as we we just have, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) yes, exactly. So, so there's there's those things to contend with, and of Mm. course, as you said, if it's if it's a buyer's market, or if there's just yeah, there's um, if no one wants to buy players everyone's being cagey for example one one window doesn't sound realistic to be honest but no. if that was the case then again you've, you've you're then prone to those outside forces so it is a model that works well generally if you've got all your set up right behind the scenes and Nestor have been doing things well for quite a good quite a good number of years now haven't mm-hmm. they to um, varying degrees of it is. And, and, <laughs>
2: and 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 have you you know you you've been uh, we we've we've we... Went out of business once, nearly twice. You've been down that road as well, you know, in, in, in your recent history, you didn't, you know, you, you were groundless, let's be honest. So we've been there. We know what it's like. Yeah. And if, you know, you do well, your expectations grow. Of course they do as a, as a club, uh, as a fan, sorry. Um, but do I want to risk everything and maybe end up like Derby have done? who sort of threw everything at trying to get in the Premier League, it didn't work, got points deducted. And just... Do I want that? No. Do I and want can... maybe finishing 17th this season, still being in the Premier League and still having a claw? But, oh, yes, please. <laughs> I take that. Yeah,
0: because it can go that badly wrong, can't <laughs> it? The Derby way, um Wigan actually, um who were being run really well, Managed to get themselves into all sorts of problems. Dodgy owner took it over, and you know, it's they've managed to get that back on track. Actually, sooner than I thought they would, to be fair. But yeah. you yeah. know, it can it can spiral downwards. and God. you,
2: you well, like can, I say we've both been
0: there, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we've got you know probably similar sized fan bases overall. You've yeah. got you know similar sized grounds. You've obviously got a richer history in terms of trophies. Well, you've you've won some. Oh, re- <laughs>
2: recent history, let's say. Yeah. That, I mean, that's yeah. the thing. It's yeah. recent. Exactly. Pre That.
0: Yeah, not, not we, so but It soon becomes the past, doesn't it? As many yeah. United fans will attest at the moment. Um, <laughs> yes, indeed. But, uh, it, it's, yeah, I mean, you, you've got to carry on building, carry on thinking ahead, planning ahead. As you said, if you, uh, you know, things can change. If you stand still, things, things go uh, wrong. And I, I suppose if you've got a period of, of careful planning and of careful finances for a while, that standing still could be, could be how you actually drop down the table a bit. Do you think yeah. that's, a little bit of the, the Leicester factor at the moment.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, a lot of fans are taking out on Brendan, mm-hmm. and I've got to be honest with you, I my my thoughts on Brendan, uh, a bit like the old brides underwear on a wedding night, up and down every <laughs> two minutes. I mean, I last year I was saying, look, you know, we've had all these injuries, and we had we had over over thirty injuries all season. You know, nine of those were, were defensive players. It was, you know, really, um, yeah, struggle. And I said, let's give him till next season. And it started this season. And look, we've, we've got Arsenal. We've had Arsenal, Chelsea and Man United. We've got Tottenham next weekend. So that's four of the top six or the big six clubs you would say we've got in the first six, seven weeks. So it was always going to be a difficult start. And in, if I was honest, would I expected much from them? No. You know, Mm -hmm. we've only won. Against Arsenal four times and one of, only one of those was actually at Arsenal. Chelsea, we've only won, uh, beaten them about four times and same with Man United. So when, even when we were, you know, <laughs> well, we weren't beating these teams, but it's the performance and it's the decisions that, you know, Brendan makes see, in the substitutions. You know, we were, we were 1-0 down against Man United and he did not make a substitution until the 70th minute. Mm. Man United were 1-0 up and they made a substitution on the 58th and a substitution on the 65th minute. Now, come on, Brendan, you 1-0 down. I mean, that's where the fans are getting frustrated.
0: Yeah, yeah. The other factors you can understand, um, but it's it's what they're they're doing in the interim. It's interesting, I, I wouldn't say at all in terms of size or facility, but looking at Bournemouth, obviously... Brendan Rogers, Scott Parker have both done something similar, which is to say they needed more resources. Um, clearly, there was other issues going on behind the scenes at Bournemouth um, for Scott Parker to get sacked after four games, three of which sound pretty similar games to your games. And the, okay, they managed to win the uh, the first match of the season, but they've um there's more at work there. But mm-hmm. uh, all in all though, you can still possibly get a bit more out of it. You can try and do a bit more at least. And I, don't, I haven't really looked at Bournemouth's games, but looking at yours and from what you've just said, it sounds as if not enough proactivity is going on in match with Brendan there, which is where maybe, uh, do you suppose Leicester fans are looking at that, but also looking at the fact that, um, he's been there for some time. I, I don't know how long it is now. Actually.
2: He's, he's never been at a club as long as he's been with us. Um, yeah. And it? Celtic is? four I think it's four. I mean, he had third season syndrome at Liverpool, and yeah. all the Liverpool fans said, "Oh, wait till you get you know." And then he had he had the same at Celtic. Yeah. Look, I mean, these, these managers are well paid for what they do. Uh, if they get sacked, I have no sympathy with them because they get more in payoff than I will receive in my whole lifetime. Mm-hmm. So I have no sympathy for any manager that gets sacked. At this level, don't get me wrong, it's different as you go down the pyramid, but at this level, the managers are well looked after when they're sacked. And we're we'll walking to another job, we know that straight away. We I mean, has got Parker, I live just outside Bournemouth, it wasn't that one game, there was a, like you said, there was a lot going on behind the scenes. Uh, Brendan's got to be very careful, Brendan... He's coming up with excuses and blaming everybody else but himself. Mm. You know, he turns around and says, right, why are we not playing a left-footed defender in the left centre-back role? We're playing a a fourth-choice centre-back who's right-footed in that role. He says, well, I'm not playing Soinshu because I'm only playing people that are committed to the club. And he has been linked with with leaving. But he's playing Tielemans week in, week out. Who's, been, who's wanted to go away, you know, leave. I mean, Brendan, you know, he, he does talk BS so much. You know, he he said, I think it was against Arsenal or something, that we, that we we weren't experienced enough, apparently. And yet, we then lost to Southampton the following week, who had the youngest squad in the Premier League since 2017, of any team. You know, of the team that beat Southampton 9-0... Ten players that were in that squad, and not just the Stylane, the whole squad, ten players are still in the squad today. So when you look at that, he's actually made us worse season in, season out. Arteta, for example, has made us look better. You know, he's, he's got Arsenal looking better every season. Brendan's the other way. He's got us looking worse every season. And the fans are getting fed up with it. We... We, we He came in and took over Claude Quell because Claude Quell basically was playing such boring football. That was more exciting than what Brendan Rodgers is playing now. The the, the word entitlement gets bandied around a lot in the Premier
0: League. My impression of Leicester isn't that that's one of those clubs. So it sounds like these are reasonable objections and that you're not asking for the world. You're just asking for, uh, based on what, what you have got resource-wise... A steady, you know, a steady position in the table, which for Mm. me, looking at Leicester is perfectly uh, realistic at at the least. And obviously in happens to be good times, it can get, it can be better. Um, So I guess obviously if the results carry on this way, uh, there's going to be a breaking point. Um, But do you think that there's more, just a lot of um, disharmony just vibes under the scenes at the moment rather than out and out calls for him to go or do you think people want him to go just for the way, the general direction of travel overall?
2: When When we look at the squad we've got, and there has been a lot of with, with Fafana leaving and the way in which he left, you know, five months after signing an extension for his contract. And Chelsea, can I just say, you think you've got him for till 2027. Good luck with that. Um, <laughs> but so he's, and we know that that went on obviously weeks before because of agents and what have you. So there was a lot of disruption in, in the dressing room. But that said, going back to when we lost to Nottingham Forest in, in February in the FA Cup, and he came out and he blamed the players. He, he's, he blames everybody else except Brendan. No. Brendan is never at fault. And he has been quite vocal against the owners. Now, our owners are fantastic. Yeah. And unfortunately, we had the crash where we lost, you know, Richard. Rest mm. in peace. Um, you, we would not, we would not doubt their Commitment to the club, what they've done for the club, not just the club, the whole county. He has come out top in the, um, uh, in, in this week, well, the last week, sorry, the Man United, um, program and explained it all. It would have been more helpful if he'd maybe said that at the start of the summer. Yeah. Um, and, but we know that the Thais, you know, the, the, the way they're doing, the way they do things in Thailand is they're never questioned by the media. You know, the medium, because why are you doing that? So it's, I'm going to stand it a little bit, but Brendan has got to be careful that he, he sometimes look at him and thinking, you're trying to get sacked. Because he's, you know, you do not complain about your boss in public as much as, as he does. If you were onto social media was complaining about your boss as, as much, you know, you, you'd have, you'd have you in the office. You'd be on yeah. a written warning if not out the door. He's yeah. got to be very careful. And unfortunately at the moment, not many fans would come to his defence because That's it is it. boring football. Well, maybe that is what he's doing. Maybe he is
0: trying to get well, sacked. Well,
2: it wouldn't surprise a lot of fans compared with resigning from the role, mm. uh, for example. Um, you know, it's barely gets his payoff if he's, if he's sacked, doesn't he? yeah yeah who knows
0: but i mean it's a it's a bit of a bit of an anomaly I must admit some fans that I chatted to both Brighton fans and, and general fans when they said right this season what do we think is going to happen with um, the bottom half of the table obviously the usual thing the promoted teams are going to have to be careful whatever yeah, yeah. one or two other people threw in as they always do Southampton or maybe they'll slip this year and obviously Everton who are, <laughs> a lot of problems. that was um, me
2: with Southampton happened. yeah
0: <laughs> and there's no coincidence that where they are they're struggling already I don't think um, either Frank Lampard or Everton have got very good prospects at the moment uh, I genuinely think they might go down for the mm-hmm. first time since well they've been in there longer than Liverpool haven't they Yeah, uh, and Man United and Spurs and all the others um, so that, that could be interesting they're genuinely in danger because when I look at it I think well, Forrester spent shed loads of money Um there's a hell of a lot of uh, um, assimilation between team teammates to do there. I'm not sure how that's going to go. It's so crazy and off the scale. Who knows? Fulham look like they're a little bit more switched on than last time. Bournemouth definitely going to go down. But you're looking at who else? You think, well, Villa, maybe. But then maybe they could get their act together. Same with Leeds. I think Leeds... Could be a danger. Southampton could be a danger, but there's no clear-cut three, four, five clubs that you don't have to worry too much because they're there. This season looks a bit up in the air at the moment, so there's been some weird results, hasn't there? Yeah, <laughs> already. Yeah. yeah. And oh, you know, it's a long season. We've got we've only played five games. Yes. As I said, a run of four defeats, loads of teams have that and don't get down. So I don't think there's anything to debate at this stage, but, um, you've obviously got to get things
2: back on track. The interesting thing is we've got the World Cup coming up.
0: Yeah. Which is and going
2: to totally split the season in two. And you're yeah. going to have a lot of owners at the start of that World Cup looking at where they are in the table, what's going on. Yeah. Because if they, if, for example, we sacked Rogers or you sacked Potter or whatever, We've then got four weeks to find another manager, bring him in, and he'll have time to get used to the players that haven't gone away to play in the World Cup. Yeah. they then got a couple of games back, and then they've got the January transfer window. So that would be an ideal time if you're going to sack your manager.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting, and and also the refresh for the players that aren't involved in the World Cup is going to be interesting too. Yes. Uh, so players that may have got a manager sacked, um, then get a refresh time. Not only do you get the the, the new manager bounce cliche yeah. thing, but yeah, you, know, you might have that. But you've also got fresher players maybe because um, then unlikely to get called up perhaps yes. more <laughs> anyway. I'm conscious of time. We've got to wrap it up in a moment, but. Um, mm. In terms of, just a couple of quick questions for you. I mean, first of all, um, just to mention the head-to-head record, by the way, between us. At the moment, um, you, we've won 14. There's been eight draws. You've won 19. So whatever happens at the weekend, you've still got the edge on us on that. Um, any prediction for the weekend? Because obviously at some point you'll turn this round. There'll be an upset. Mm. Uh,
2: well, the fall. funny thing is I also have a head-to-head. Uh, ready for my show, um, but mine's only Premier League games.
0: Oh, okay, <laughs> um, Go on. that's interesting. Go on, yeah. Go on. Well,
2: we've, paid, we've played ten, um, we've drawn three, uh, yeah. you've won one, and we've won six. Um, three of our wins were away, and your one win was at home. Yeah. Um, you, you know, I, I, I've gone... <sighs> I can I find it hard to predict against my team, to be honest with you. I really do. Um, but I have gone for I've got to go for Leicester, and this is no disrespect to Brighton. But when you look at and I know football's not played on paper, but I would I would have predicted us to beat Brentford, I would have predicted us to beat Southampton, and I would have predicted us to, to beat yourselves. And probably Lost to Arsenal, Chelsea, and I I went for a draw against Man United. And I'm sure when you look at it as well, Leicester are one of those teams that you look at and think, yep, this is a game we can win. If you were to play Manchester City this weekend, you'd probably be thinking, oh god, how many, how many is Haaland gonna get, you know? But, so that's not disrespecting you as a club, do you know what I mean? But, I have gone 2-0 for Leicester, because this, this is a big game because Brendan said, you know, once the transfer window shut, and we, you know, we can we forget that. We know where we are. There's, you know, nothing we're worrying about. Are we losing? We know where we're going to stand. So he's made all these promises. This really is a is a this is a almost a must win, if you like. You've got, to, yeah, as
0: you said, you've got to turn that round mm. soon, haven't you? Brighton, We're not going
2: to turn it around next week against Tottenham. So they're oh, yeah, <laughs> <yeah. laughs> getting into
0: form, aren't they, now? Kane in particular. But um yeah, I mean the thing with Brighton is it's a funny one at home because our record I think it was the third or fourth best in the in the division mm. last season away from home, our yeah. home form, particularly due to a couple of long spells with draws, long spell with defeat. Um, isn't so good um, and this season although we finished last season quite well we obviously thrashed Man U which was very satisfying yeah. and I came behind do. which is a, another unusual thing for us uh, to, to do at home and, and beat West Ham but this season we've started in the same manner as the typical typical thing for last year which is um, dominated against Newcastle should have beaten them by a couple of goals 0-0 Leeds same as against Leeds last season uh, dominated um, should have beaten them 2 two nil, managed to beat them one nil. So we're not we somehow we still struggle at home. So anything's possible. I think that particular cycle might break again, so I'm going to go for a 2 Winter Brighton, actually. I've got last week's wrong, the Fulham game. but um, yeah. well, I have done quite well with predictions. We'll see which, which one the, the, the recent form or the overall form, uh, pays out on this one for me. But, um,
2: Well, in the prediction league, I've got one point from five games. So.
0: That's <laughs> that's just not, that's just
2: how well I'm doing? A fan, uh, <laughs> but, yeah. But, I
0: mean, quite honestly, I've got no idea with this one because Leicester are capable of a result. That point. We are very unpredictable at home. Um, I think we're good away. I'd, I'd be more confident playing you at your place than at ours, actually. Despite the Premier League record between us, but who knows? Who knows? But it's going to be interesting to see how it pans out. Um, other thing to quickly mention: talking about where the bottom of the table is, the Midland sides in general struggling this season so far. It's interesting. Um, it's obviously just a, a coincidence. I'm assuming, but. There's got to be a bit of a rivalry as well between you guys in terms of trying to finish top of the tree in that
2: We've never really had much of a rivalry with Wolves and Villa. The mm. rivalry is there because they were the only other Midlands teams that have been in the Premier League recently. Yeah. Um, Midlands, that's
0: uh, more uh, Derby and Forest.
2: It is, it is, yeah. and Forest obviously are back this season. Um, yeah. They've bought virtually every yeah, player that's available. World, yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, if, if I just want to the finish above them. That's the thing. Okay. Uh, can I yeah. just say, can I just say, I, that was, I did, I did do well with the 6-0 versus, uh, that was the one I got right. I went 6-0 for Man City versus uh oh, <laughs> Forest. So well done, Man City. We love you. <laughs> Brilliant. Wow.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, um. On that note, and we'll, I'll well, bid you farewell. We're going on to your one next, aren't we? So uh, we,
2: we are now. As yet, I'm going to start and just go through some bits, and then yourself and my colleague will jump on. Yeah, twenty past seven okay. ish, and uh, we'll, uh, well, well, we will talk mention and talk all the same again. Yes, we will. Yes. So,
0: Chris, thank you very much for joining me, Um and I will speak to you again soon. Very thank soon.
2: Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me on. Cheers, as always. Bye. Yes, thank you. Bye bye.